Yes, unless you fuck me right. You hear what I'm saying? Cause boy, I'm not playing. Don't turn off the lights unless you are staying. Eric Gordo activity. Eric, Eric Gordo, Omo Rodriguez. Eric, Eric Gordo, Don FD in the house. Eric Gordo activity. Come up with topics, have guests, and talk about the supernatural. I'm so excited that you didn't talk through the intro. I didn't. This I didn't. A, you, you did a good job. Our guests talked through always the intro, but I didn't. You always talk to the intro. And well, know, it's because you let me get the song out before you know I start it. You're like, a, you just get antsy and you just start. I get excited. I get excited. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, for now, I didn't even know I knew that song. Listen, I have no patience right now. Um, I'm fucking mad. We did a, an amazing podcast. Amazing. It was probably one of the best podcasts amazing. we've ever done. And it was up there. It was, it was, it was up, up there. there. It was one of the top. And you even said during the podcast... This is gonna be one of the ones that we're, that's gonna like put us over, and we lost the recording. Yes, and we did. there's no way I would have been able to lose the recording. You know, I know my shit on this. I know this shit religiously, and it's fucking pissing me all, off. Right all now. the channels were flowing. Everything was everything was coming through. Now, um, the last episode we had was a great episode. It was part one of Duendes. Now, part two. Oh, no, the last one. The last yes. one. I didn't want to do a part two because we never do part two. But once we released the last episode, we got countless emails and DMs about people having experiences with Duendes. With it's like elves. people opened up. Everybody, like, oh, well, turns out this, turns out that. I went through this fucking rabbit hole. And it got worse. It was a big rabbit hole. We have Fernando Flores here, Fernando Licious. Hey, how's everybody? Fernando Licious. Is it, is it Fernando It's Fernando Licious. Because what, what I did is that I took, I, I took the O out, right? Because it's delicious, and I just added Fernand to it. Oh, okay. So it's Fernand. And Fernando delicious. Flores is a, you know, if you've been to my shows, you know he's he's there. Our shows? If you've been to our shows. If you've been to my shows as the headliner, <laughs> uh, you'll see Fernando. And not only will you see Fernando, uh, Hanging out, but he's also on stage. An amazing comedian, one of my one of my favorite oh, uh, comedians, and we've officially made you an official member of this podcast now. Yeah, that's great. And I, I, well, I, we I didn't make him. Awesome. We offered it to him, and he accepted. And he, he didn't even he didn't say shit. He's he's just fucking. Guess, by, listen, by the gleam in his eye, I was no, able to know. Here, here's the thing, guys. You know, we didn't what? have to initiate First, you. Well, well, before before we go on that topic, I just want to congratulate you guys on. 100,000 downloads. That's a lot of shit. That's freaking that's awesome. Right. And and that's why I joined. We're uh, looking, we're looking like, for sponsorship. Bandwagon, right. Because I'm like, 95,000 downloads. Pff, whatever. Like, like these you know guys are I mean? about to get sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, here, and here's the thing. Like, we. I'm so mad right now, still, about that episode. We lo- And we'll get to why. Let it go, bro. I had AJ on the last. And when we. Right now, we shot. AJ had to leave because he had to do some shit. But it's like it was such a great episode. It was so flowing. It was just flowing. It was just like a vibe to the whole episode. Now you and you guys blame it on me because of what I did. Now we're gonna get into <laughs> what I did. Because we had told you. Listen, wait a minute. Time out. Fair don't, don't, warning. Don't, don't 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 even get there yet. 
he's sitting with us today. We have uh, my sister Myra. Yay! Myra's here. Yay, Myra, Myra. Her, hit the applause button. Oh, they're laughs. We don't have an applause button. We have laughs. Make you happy. You're welcome. Um, now Myra's been been uh, studying a little bit of of you know of uh, the intuitiveness of um, being a medium, and she's been you know studying it and, and looking into it. So you know she's, and, and I think it's hereditary. I think it's in our family. Um, we've had a lot of experiences. Myra's had countless recent experiences with reading people, and it's not something she can control yet. Yeah, it's just happens to her. She happens. She's been seeing auras. You were talking about a couple months ago. You told me that she started seeing more auras, like yeah. col- the mm-hmm. color change on them and everything. Yeah, What's yeah. My aura say like right now. I just see the color right there. The blue. Yeah, <laughs> the blue. That means the a macho. But no. like, what's blue mean in the mood ring? Means uh, means I don't know. Bro, I don't have the paper with me. Um, <laughs> but Myra has been starting to like feel certain, you know, the intuitiveness, and I've, I've always felt it, but I've never been as advanced as quick as Myra has. I've always had intuition, but I never wanted to read into it. Myra went right into it. Me, it took me some time just to kind of get small little reads, but she's already giving names and she's already giving people's like. But when you start feeling it, were you freaked out at first that you pushed it away? I pushed it away. I still push it away. Did you accept it? I think, how can I explain this? We grew up very accepting of this kind of stuff because I, our mom was so into it. So we never saw it as something that was not possible. So whenever, and we had a lot of experiences growing up too. We lived in houses that for us were haunted. Yeah, we yeah. And we moved you a know, lot. We so lived in a couple of your houses. So, uh-huh. So little by little, we yeah. kind of already experienced things. There and I think a, that's why it gradually just started to get bigger. Like, you know, more and more and more. Yeah. Snowballed. More open to it. There was that one house that you lived in where we, you, you had salt. <laughs> My mom and did and that. And My and mom salted the backyard in because the backyard. someone told her before we moved in that they used to do witchcraft in the backyard. So my mom fucking mom, and mama was like, well, mama was like, step over the salt, don't 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 mama, break the line. That was his room in the back room. That was my happening. Ba- my mom, man, saca la sal, yeah. pero deja poquito porque va a ser pan. Those were exact words. Deja poquito porque voy a ser pan. Leave a little because I'm gonna make bread. Did I ever tell you the story about my cousin who, um, she, she, she claimed that somebody was doing witchcraft against her. Yeah. That they had done some some shit right, you know, to her or whatever. And so she goes to this uh, person who does cleansings. Curandero. Yeah, curanderos or whatever, right? And what this person told her to do was to get fresh dog poop, (laughs) all right, and put it on her windowsills and put salt around in a circle around the the dog poop, okay? Here's the fucked up part about it. (laughs) She didn't have a dog, (laughs) all right? We did. And so my mom calls me. She's like, mijo, can, can you go to the backyard and... And pick up some of the dog shit. I'm like, yeah, sure, mom. Okay, cool. You know, and I'm thinking she's, you know, pick it up, you know, yeah, yeah. Clean, clean the backyard. And then put it in this plastic bag. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> mom, why? And she goes, well, your cousin Rosa needs it. And I'm like, why does my cousin Rosa need wow, dog fresh shit. dog shit? Wow. You know? oh, it, has to, it had to be fresh. It had to be fresh. And, and, uh, and of course... She tells me this, right? How's it gonna stick to the window? Yeah. Well, she I don't know how the hell they got it out of the out of the plastic bag. I'm wow. assuming she put a glove on. I hope right? so. I wasn't there for that part, but here I am picking up fresh dog shit because my cousin is a victim of witchcraft. Now th- you would know if she 
picked it up with gloves. Did she have a sty in her eye after? <laughs> she <laughs> she have a sty. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, listen. Let me ask you this before uh-huh. we say the salt, the salting yeah. thing. To explain to people, that is that seals you off from from any kind of. It's a protection circle. Not, does it have to be a specific salt? I mean, does it have to be iodized? I think it's kosher, Himalayan. I think it's just the fact that it's salt. I think it's 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 like maybe it's a sodium thing. Maybe it's like a high, because salt is a mineral. So again, we go back to crystals. Maybe it's a crystallized. Maybe it's just since you don't have crystals to help you, yeah. salt is the closest to a crystal and it's granite. Okay. okay. Like it's. I mean, it's a mineral, so that makes a lot of sense, know, though. It's 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 a whole mineral thing. That's. I mean, you would think Himalayan would be the most optimal because it's actually still in its. Well, like to cl- to charge your crystals, a lot of people put it in Himalayan salt too. Because yeah, cause to it's in its purest it. form, absorbent. right? It's an, it's yeah. also an absorbent, um, which in, you know it's just Himalayan lamps, which there's. I to. I have one of those. I have two of those. Actually, yeah, I gave you one for Christmas. I gave you one too, Myra. So you're protected. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one, yeah, of the, you did. one in the living room, and then I have a cool one in my in my room that changes colors. And see, I yeah. turn that one on whenever I'm meditating, and for some reason, it I feel I get more like it amplifies it the, more. Yeah, it, it also takes away a lot of you know it, bacteria. It, it lightens the feeling in in the room you're in. For some, yeah. it's crazy. I I could actually attest to that. Like if like the room feels like heavy. Yeah. Like you well, turn on the light, room? you know. It, it, but también le sale como un calorcito. Do you notice that? Yeah, it gives yeah. you a nice warmth. Well, yeah. And then if you if trip out if you touch a himalayan salt it's wet it's wet mm-hmm. oh wow I didn't it's know absorbing that. Yeah. all the moisture in the room wow yeah yeah it's it's i mean they're crazy i mean you gotta put like, on a little plate bro if you like put on a wooden cabinet on amazon hmm. yeah you do yeah we stop using because I, I don't know sometimes you feel this weird energy man and you know i got once, on clearance once home once home you Depot. become like you know intuitive to things the littlest things you never thought would react a certain way to you yeah even having crystals with even wearing crystals once you become more in tune, it's like you're treating on this this magnet or this energy, and, and it attracts you. So, before we get into all that, I got into some shit. We did the episode. I wanted to research more. I went home. You know, uh, this is a last week's episode. Last week's episode. I sat down and I, for no reason, I turned on the Amazon Prime, and I see this weird show on the little thumbnail that says Hellier. Yeah. And it's a documentary about these paranormal investigators that also have a podcast, and they talk about weird stories. Somebody writes to them and says, hey, I'm from a little town in Kentucky named Hellier. We have a lot of weird caves around our neighborhood, around well, our they house. Had, they hadn't mentioned the caves yet. Oh, no, not yet. So we have, a, we have a lot of things going on. Uh, my family is being harassed by these little creatures, like yeah. alien-looking creatures with three feet, they're coming to our house. Wow. They're playing with my kids. They're trying to, the windows, my, my kids are freaking out. Do you know what these are? And then they don't answer the email back. But like, the guy says in the, in the email too, he says, can I please rename an, uh, anonymous because I'm a doctor. I don't want to know And I don't want people to think I'm crazy. Oh, yeah. wow. So, you know, he doesn't answer the email back because he thinks the guy's nuts. Then more and more emails keep coming in from the same guy named David, right? Over and over and over and over. And... One of them had an attachment of photos of, the, of these little the footprints. footprints, and some of them of the aliens or whatever they were, or goblins. What do you call them? They were silhouettes, like yeah. silhouette pictures. You see them, and he's like, "What are these?" So finally, the the, the podcast were like, "The guys at Paranormal Investigation was like, him and his wife were like, let's go, let's go check this out, let's call him." So email him. They never hear from him. He never emails again. So now they're like, "What the fuck?" So they actually go to Hellier, and they find no trace of him. They start asking around. People say, you should leave, guys. 
You guys shouldn't be be safe around here. No, I think they they did find him, and and no, no, they didn't. Never found him. Cause well, what was the part where they said the the guy said, I had to move my family out of there, and I'm I'm only gonna be back for a few days. To yeah, get but some that stuff. was before. And then they asked, well, give us the address, and they never replied with the address. That's right. That's right. So he was my never mistake. there. Nobody ever saw him. So now they were like, well, let's look for the house. Maybe we can find it. They get into this fucking rabbit hole of trying to find people. They involve other... Now they have a whole team of ghost hunters trying to find this. Yeah. Eventually, the town tells them to leave, to stop looking around here. Wow. And then they find out there's a system of caves there. No, well, they go they go to like uh, like Ireland or something. Or they or they get like research from other places. Well, no, they, and where they talk about like the whole lore of the Fey and how. Well, no, no, but that's later. That's later. No, on. but that's part of the whole thing when they go back to Kentucky, and then they ask like. Hey, well, th- no, no, th- no. Right now they think. Right now they think this is. Then they think it's the caves. They haven't got into that yet. No, but that's the whole part. No, of no, when no, they no. Discover this is the before. Caves. This is before. Then we have to go back and rewatch it. We have to watch it. This motherfucker. I'm trying to tell you what I'm te- what I'm what I'm seeing. This is. I'm trying to tell you what I saw. Are we going to get into this right now? Yes, we are, because you didn't watch the same thing then. Apparently not. Apparently not. I must so, have seen the reboot. Anyways, I saw all the way to season two. You saw one episode, you're a fucking expert. i seen more than one episode. How many episodes did you see? Six. Okay. You're not an expert. <laughs> I saw fucking 20, 20 episodes. Um, I'm giving him. I'm giving them the whole short of the whole two seasons compressed. All right. In the, end, in the end, they, they, you know, after they don't find anything there... They drop the case, and then time happens, and they get another email. And the email is from a different person. Her name is Amy. Amy says, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. All this shit's going down. And they're like, well, where are you? Well, I'm in a nearby town near Kentucky. So she sends them all these emails saying, this is uh, has the government involved, has the whole town is involved. It's like a cult. There are these little creatures that they protect the caves and in the caves, people are doing rituals, and there's alien fucking bases there. So she sends this, and she's saying over and over and over, and now they're afraid to answer Amy. So they answer her. When they go, Amy's in jail. Wow. They do the interview on FaceTime through the jail, and she's saying, you need to get the hell out of here. All this crap goes down. Um, they discover more. They realize all these connections are the same connections that are slightly tied into the Mothman Prophecies town that's a few miles down. And now it just becomes a big old thing. There's a name of one guy. Now, this guy's name is a major role in the Mothman Prophecy story. He's also the connection that was, I guess, the entity or men in black or alien, whatever you want to call him, that was helping the Richard Gere character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the the weird voice. And he's supposedly uh, uh, either an alien or he's part of that realm. Supposedly, this story from Hellier connects to that guy. I'm As we finished the last podcast we just recorded earlier, I mentioned this guy's name. More than once. More than once. But yeah. what's the story with the name mentioning? It's just, you know, you, you call upon it. No, but you, you have said... It's it's a known fact that if you say this name, there's a connection so, to this something name. Something happens to it. Something usually happens. I said the name and the podcast. Everything was mis- not recorded. Well, we went through the whole hour and a half. My sister comes in and I we we laugh about it. We tell her what happened, and she mentions one of her friend, and her friend has the same first name, which was a trip. That just freaked me out. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Now, what is the whole? What you just said right now is tripping me out right now because the whole theme of Hellier is synchronicity. And that's what I've been 
really into and reading a lot about. Synchronicity is the whole two seasons. So mm-hmm. Everything makes sense. Everything they talk about. Now, I re- watch these. I binge these two seasons. That night, that the next day, I go with my dad and have coffee. He brings up fucking Duendes. And, he t- and I tell him, there's these caves, you know, in this documentary, Dad, that there's in there, and there's drawings of these these suns and these weird things. And he goes, oh, yeah, I know. A I, I found a cave when I was a kid with the sun inside of it. And my sister went to the town. She saw it. I had pictures. You went in the cave? Oh, yeah. She went pictures. to the cave. I had pictures. Of pictures. the cave. Yeah. With the, the sun in it. The crazy thing is that his, he was like 12 years old. So he's like, yeah, there was like a drawing of a sun inside of there. But it looked like, you know, like one of the angels had like drawn it like Like ago. a hydroglyphic? Yeah. And it stuck with it. So my dad, I feel that we get a lot of this from my dad. I told a him that. I told him that the other day when we were having coffee. Like, you know what? This is from your family. Yeah. And him himself. And he just doesn't want to accept it. Yeah. And we've had that conversation. He doesn't like it. He's had feelings. And he just, he's like, I'd rather not. My dad's not a, he's an intuitive because my dad has never been like, he's not, he was, he's not like my mom was. My mom is just to the point, hardcore, talk shit. My dad is a silent killer. He is a sniper and he's hilarious. <laughs> he's not about, you know, he's he's not a he's not about the fucking short game. He's about the long game. He will burn you in a second, but he's gonna be quiet about it. And he appreciates the comedy. You know, he's not trying to be the center of attention, but he's always paying attention to what's going on. And that's an intuitive. You know, he's right. really much intuitive. So he had this fascination with with just Earth. Now I always asked him, Dad, is there anything that's happened to you? When you were a kid, now he told me something that tripped me up because it's the kind of fairy, kind of you know magical things like from Harry Potter. We talked about it, you yeah. know the the what did you call them? The well, there's, in Harry Potter it's called the Patronus. 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 Yeah, you know, or or and in the way we saw it, or the way I see it in the in the, in the fairy stuff, it's uh, they're animal spirits, and animal spirits, you know, appreciate you. They help you. My dad loves nature. My dad appreciates He's nature. He's like a literal tree hugger. He'll, he loves hugging trees. He loves it, so bro. So before like, I got into all this stuff, I started to tell him, like, you know how you always hug, like to hug trees? It's because the energy, you recharge that way. And that's what, and he's always said that. He's like, I just love hugging trees. It's I like weird. To the rancho, and like, I just have to hug it, and I calm down. It like grounds him so much. And he just, it just, everything just made so much sense in the end. It was it's weird. Like everything started to come up. But he used to sleep in the caves, too. Yeah, it was fucking... So when yeah. he was 10, he slept in a cave, and the rain came in. And he noticed that the the river was swelling up, so he couldn't cross the river anymore. And he and I was going to get it home. So he was lost in, in, in the ranch or outside of the outskirts of, of the Sierra. And he said he saw this white horse, and he's like, maybe that's somebody. He followed this white horse, and the white horse led him to a trail, and he was fine. So for him, he said that was God. That's how he sees it. That God led him out because he just disappeared. The white horse, which is also, a, it's, a, it's an earth spirit. Yeah. You know? Now, Chihuahua, where, that, where my dad was at, is heavy in minerals. It is the most mineral-rich, mineral rich, you know, area in all of, most UFOs happen there because of that, they say. But there's, I mean, even Google it right now, Chihuahua, you know, the caves of minerals and you see, and crystals, you see, I mean, the well, whole place Copper is full Canyon's of, over there, right? Copper Canyon. So that's where the whole place is full of quartz, uh, of, you know, rose quartz. I mean, it, it really is. And even this, 
we've talked about it with my mom on the episode, you know, that when she was on that, you know, Chihuahua is known for the witches and because of all the, there's so many crystals there. Now, talking about all this, it's, it's amazing synchronicity. I, again, watched the whole series and then I get the emails of people asking me about Duendes, asking me about people see them all the time. One of my best friends I grew up with sends me a cosme. I need to talk to you. Like, what's up? Uh, I think my daughter sees uh, a Duende and fucking in her room going back and forth. We have a code up and down the hallway. I mean, it freaks me out. And then we shoot this, we record this podcast. It was great. AJ was on it. We talk about synchronicity. I mentioned this entity's name. How many times? Eight. <laughs> Four or five times. Four or five. Eight. I counted them. It was, it was oh, eight. It eight. was eight. And everything is erased. And I want to say the name. Please don't. Oh, I really do. But I, you know what? We you, can't re-record this again. I don't want to re-record this again. <laughs> but it just shows you that, you know, if, you know, my theory is correct, I... Really went down this little rabbit hole that maybe I th- it was I think it was your doubt that manifested what happened towards what we were talking and about. You're right. And what were we talking about that would trip us out? You you basically created a tulpa about it. And what are the tulpas? And AJ told us about tulpas. What are your tulpas? Tulpas are usually a lot of times people will see stuff ghost, uh, even duendes, demons, and all this other stuff. But it's like a figment of your own imagination. But you've given it so much power that you've actually. It's actually manifested into something real. Like Bigfoot was a topo created by somebody, and then everybody believed in it, and people start seeing it, so it became a real thing. They say um, that's so, what we were talking about. Like when I was like, so the basis of religion is that a topo? Remember, I was we were talking about that. Yeah, not so much the the Jesus part of it, but like the higher being of God. Like, like is that created? Is that yeah. by, created by us? I mean, look the the idea and, and the idea of a greater power has always been out there. Like you know, everybody believes in no matter what culture you're from. But we start to give characters, like, like you say, like Jesus or other, other, you know, people or entities that, you know, create the religion. Maybe they're topos, maybe they're not. AJ brought a, a great uh, case up, and there was this woman that invented topos. Or she, no, she didn't invent them, but she came up with the idea of how to create one. So mm. this woman created a fake, uh, or created this person, a monk. <clears throat> she created a monk, and she told everybody about the monk, and she made him into a real person. And people started seeing the monk. Well, she started feeding the the topa energy. Yeah, and some people had a negative reaction to him, and they were making him negative, and some people were making him positive to a point where he became so negative because everybody threw more negativity to him that she was trying to fight the topa to calm him down. That, as you said, she died from a heart attack, from the stress, from the stress of trying to, you know, remove the topa that she created. So then, for her. The negative energy actually took over. Took, took over. Yeah, and we and created her life. And we create these topas all the time. It might not be a person, but it's it could not. it could be like, like we said, like oh, I'm never gonna find somebody because nobody loves me. I'm never gonna be loved the right way. You're creating that topa of no one's gonna ever want to love you. Well, it comes to care the whole, about you. It comes to the whole thing of like when people say, oh, manifest your destiny, like what you want, what to, what you want to happen. Because if you believe in it so much, now you know what I mean. Is manifesting, uh, conjuring. Or and is it witchcraft? Because you're not asking God, you're actually asking the universe. That's a great question. Man. You're asking the universe or whatever entities. I'm manifesting that this is going to happen and it's going to happen this way. That's kind of a spell. You're setting. I want to manifest it. I want. I want a new job tomorrow. 
You're creating a spell. You're but you're manifesting. You're not asking. Don't you need to sacrifice something to to conjure? Sometimes spell? sacrificing is not. See, we all have the meaning not, of what I'm possession not, I'm, is. I'm not saying like sacrifice like a living thing. Well, no, I'm saying we yeah, have sacrifice. Obviously, to, to be successful, to manifest success, you have to sacrifice. Well, and is anything, that the sacrifice that, that that is needed for everything? Even you got to sacrifice sleep. You got to sacrifice praying uh, to God is sacrifice. Yeah, you have to sacrifice time, friendships, relationships, you know, Sundays. You know, so we're te technically we're all kind of doing spells now. I mean, I don't, don't want to bring in the witchcraft party, but a lot of the 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 duende stuff is detailed to magic, and the only I guess religious culture is the witch culture that believes in elves and, and all this stuff and fairies. So I mean, think about it. Do we practice witchcraft? We kind of do. You have a headache. You take Tylenol. Tylenol is alchemy. Alchemy right. is potions. Yeah, that's right. So technically. I take a shitload of potions a day by alchemy because of my diabetes and my high blood pressure. It's alchemy. It's witchcraft. It's potions. I never I never looked at medicine that way. Well, it's alchemy. But you know what? You got a good point. I never looked at medicine that way either. But Momo made an excellent point. It's alchemy. It's chemistry. It right. is basically what a potion was yeah. back in the day. It's now we call them pharmaceuticals. But what is it? But now they're more it's chemicals. It's well, back then potions. it was it was more homeopathic as far as what you found. I mean, it's still is homeopathic, but they just have better tools now and better technology to, now, to extract. extract. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, they said that there's a, there's like this. I was reading a thing that said that like there's like so many plants, like even in like uh, um, the rainforest. Yeah. That are undiscovered and like like most of the stuff that you could find a cure. What ails us is actually you could find it there. Yeah. That's why people Look, that live there live so long. And people trip trip out on me because I I'm, I'm looking into this. So they see books in my in my in my studio here, and it's you know witches, almanac, witches stuff. And I'm not a witch, or whatever want to be are one. Are you? Or am I? Burn him. Um, <laughs> or I don't want to be one, but I want. I am a student of my universe, and I want to learn what everybody is so fascinated about. And the more I read about the witches, and I read about you know. All of these, the druids, all these these pagan people, it's not as bad as people think. But because it's not what they believe, of course they they throw negativity towards it. Look, the druids, whenever they have a ceremony, they sacrifice somebody before they go to war. And back in the old days, they would sacrifice people before war. Bro, if we go to war, isn't the president sacrificing lives by sending these? Kids of course. with yeah. rifles to die. Yeah, absolutely. And if you sacrifice living people, and back in those days you won the war, bro, they're sacrificing living people to do the war. So does that mean the president and all of our military people are their druids and witches and warcraft and, and warlord? I mean, come on. It's we the more we do, the more we hide, you know, um the most original practices. Which is paganism. I mean, so if think about it, if all this is going on, we've hidden alchemy with pharmaceuticals. We've hidden manifesting trendy fucking hipster bullshit, and you know, with uh, fucking uh, with spells, and then we've we've uh, hidden protection now with spiritual crystals and shit. It's fucking crystals. This is all witchcraft. It's crystals. They're the ones that first came up with this. So. Are we really evolving? No, but we we don't believe in elves. Elves have been the number one thing throughout the centuries that every culture. And as children, we're fed elves. 
Kibler cookies, fucking Santa Claus, the Smurfs. What else? Gnomes, the Smurfs. Gnomes. Gnomes, right. Everything is fucking fairies and elves. And we. Tinkerbell. And Tinkerbell, Disney, it's all fucking. Every. That bitch comes around with the fucking castle every time right. every movie starts. That's right. And the, you pr- know? the pretty ones are the evil ones, bro. And the pretty. You know? <laughs> they don't have to be fairies you know? for that, though. And I mean, our whole life is based on fairy tales. But here's the thing fairy tales are originally all horror stories. Oh, yeah. They're if meant you, to be if horror you read, stories. If you read the Grim Tales, like yeah. Snow White the and everything. The Little Mermaid one. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, all, they're all horrible. They all end horribly. Horror. So, yes. look. I mean, look. And then, I mean, we can go into, into religion. We can go into Jesus. Everybody, uh, uh, there's a lot of cultures out there that believe that Jesus was a sorcerer. That he was going around, you know, doing miracles. And he knew magic. You oh, know, well, water into wine is a pretty good trick. It's bro. a pretty good trick. So it's bringing back the dead. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I mean, that sounds like a magician. Right. Now we see it as a negative thing, but here's the thing: they say when you bring the name of Jesus into things, the devil leaves or the bad entities leave. Well, maybe Jesus was was a powerful to this day sorcerer, and whenever you mention his name, yeah, the evil goes away because he was probably was. A great sorcerer. In fact, in a lot of the translations of the Bible and in the religion, he's called the sorcerer for mm. what he does. I mean, he's a miracle man. You know, was he the son of God? I'm pretty sure he was if he had the ultimate power. You know, and that's what God is to you. Is God an ultimate, you know, is it the universe? Is it a, a certain thing, a certain degree to what it could be? Which, well, yeah, you ever noticed how the name Jesus... In the Latino culture, you'll you'll name your kid Jesus, Jesus. Yes, yes. But you never find any like someone named Jesus. Well, you do. They're I've never met you anyone. Have, in but they're not going to be called Jesus. Jesus. See, the, the the name Jesus has been changed so many times. Joshua, Joshua. is is Jesus. Yeah. I know a lot of Joshuas. I know a lot of Joshuas. Yeah. Joseph can kind of be Joshua. So the real name of of Jesus, how he was pronounced, was Joshua, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there is. You know, but we hear it in Spanish, Jesus, you know, so you're right, but you're not right. You know what I mean? A lot of people name their kid Jesus. Well, in Italy, it's Jesu. So it's it's uh, not exactly Jesus. Jesu no, I'm not saying that. I said, I said in English. Right. I know, but, I'm, but, but Momo like just touched like on in the word. No, different culture. Like different I said, Latinos language, is Jesus. Right. But like here, it's J- Joshua. There's a lot of Joshua's. True. True. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I, I mean the actual name Jesus. Well, that's not his actual name. I, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like that. It, it's been given so much power that like, like people won't name because if they give him, I think in the English same, culture, same reason people don't name their kids Lucifer. That's true. Well, Why don't a lot of people like seeing God? Because a lot they of people spell it out. They're like G O D. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think because you, you, some people don't feel their worth. Given that it's, it's a sign of respect, like a lot of people will not spell the word God with the lowercase g. You know, I've been chastised mm-hmm. for spelling Me God too. with a lowercase g. People get one of my of- friends, yeah, it's like, no, you capitalize that. And I'm like, okay, it's well, like, bro, yeah, but I'm like, bro, well, that's that's not his name, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah, that's just a, a, a title, I it's guess. It's like saying Allah, Allah is the same well, thing. Yeah, when you write is- Greek gods, you don't put a uh, you don't capitalize it, right. Yeah, but when you read Greek gods, well, I mean, unless it's a <laughs> no, like, unless it's like a proper Egyptian name, like gods, Zeus, yeah, exactly, uh, Ra. Yeah, then you capitalize Z because it's a proper name. Great, that's just the way the English language works. But um, from what I understand, as is 
as the Bible goes, God's name is Yahweh. Yahweh, exactly. Yeah. So Yahweh. And yet you don't hear I know Yahweh. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? I I'm knew sorry. You, were gonna go there. you gotta go there though. You have to go there. If you're Mexican and you hear the word <laughs> Yahweh, come on. We all get a visual picture. Oh. Sorry, Diosito. You know what I mean? But like, see, I'm not. I'm not trying to be blasphemous over here. But then again, that's, that's his name. I mean, he's also Christ. You know, I mean, there's many ways to God to call him. The thing is, as long as you call him. Do you remember our neighbor that we wrote Merry Xmas? Oh, he got mad. And, bro. Yeah, they came How over. How dare you take away the Christ out of Christmas? Because we like put happy. Because listen, we were. I was trying to. We were trying the to paint on the spray. window. You know, snow spray. Yeah. We didn't have enough nose, uh, snow spray to put fucking... <laughs> snow spray's expensive. It's like seven ninety nine. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We didn't have enough to spell the whole name Christ, Christmas, right. so we wrote Xmas. Plus, we had a small house or when it wasn't that big. <laughs> so we're not going to spell Christmas. How dare you take away the Christ? Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. one of those. I'm like, yeah. You should just call him the Christman. <laughs> or like, yeah, well, your wife's fucking the mailman later. Damn. Um, people, I mean, wow. look. Wow. Was she, though? No, she wasn't. I've never met a hot mailman. You never met a hot mailman or male woman. I've never seen. I've never had time to just sit there and look at a mail carrier. I like, have because they're always their faces covered up. They have a hat on. They're well, always, you know when, when when I hurt my back and I was at home like for like a year and a half. You wait for the mailman to come. I would sit and wait for the mailman to come, and I'd be like, "So not, sad, bro. not hot." <laughs> so sad. I'm like, why can't I get one of those? I'm sure they have amazing bodies because they're always. Oh, I mean, they walk well, always walking. In LA, they walk a lot. Not not in, in the IE. You drive, you get out of there as quickly as possible, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's true. They're so depressing, bro. Well, it's true, bro. <laughs> I had great legs when I delivered newspapers. You delivered newspapers? I did. Well, what uh, it was do? one of my three jobs when I was uh, when I was you know a young, you? young cat. Were you the van motherfucker? What do you mean deliver the fucking? I would I would actually I'd wake up at three uh, thirty in the morning. I'd go to the hub. I would put newspapers in bags or tie them down. Yeah. And then I would go to do my route. And then I would go to different houses or apartment complexes, and I would pass newspapers out. You ever just one day like say I'm not gonna do a fuck. I'm gonna just take them and hide them. People call. People will call and they'll be like, I didn't get my newspaper yesterday. <laughs> like straight up, dude. Back Whoa. when. So like, so did you ride a bike? You were like a paper boy. No, and a walk. Oh, you walk. So you put all the newspapers in your car. The 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 drivable routes where you can throw them from your car. Right, I've seen those. Th- those are those are easy peasy. But uh, my route, unfortunately, I, I only had like two uh, two neighborhoods that were drivable, and then I had like six apartment complexes. And then the apartment park uh, apartment complexes, there's like. If it's 300 units and 100 oh. of them get newspapers, they're not all in one row. Right. That's crazy. So you got to go to like, you know, building 27, 101A, building 20. And then you try to find a way to where you can start and then end out in 1A because it's like well, the first day I was there, oh. I was all over the place. So. That's and, Don and Hefty, you, everybody. Don Hefty. Single. Good stories. <laughs> I got chased by a coyote once. This is, yeah, this is a story. Okay. It's a happy story. This is why you, yeah. Hey, it's all going to be in my book coming out in two years. <laughs> What's the name of the book? Why me? It's called My Life as a Dog. <laughs> my Life That's right. I've told you about this. Yeah. I've been one writing it for days, a while. I've been writing it for a while. One of these days, we're going to copy you, and for now, I was going to need a piece of your shit to smear on a window. <laughs> salt. Put, put iodized salt around it. <laughs> I mean, like, he's like, hey, you still see that coyote? It's, that's kind of a dog, isn't it? This yeah. motherfucker would season his salt. Not even fucking salted. He'd season it. Oh, the, like Salt Bay. <laughs> Just on the shit, bro. Have you ever, Hefty, have you ever experienced, like, uh, a weird feeling of, I don't know, like a vibration around you? Not a ghost, but like, 
this weird vibration. Yeah, like a gut feeling. Yeah, I have. What do you think it is? I don't know. I, I, sometimes I feel like it's like a um, yourself person is aware of like of your surroundings, and I think a lot of times sometimes because this happened to me sometimes. It's more as to when I was a younger kid and I used to go out in the party days. Yeah, a lot of times I wouldn't go. I, I I would you can tell yeah mom, that little six cents yeah I was like I don't want to go out tonight my mom's like well stay home so I would stay home and then like the next day at school or my friends would tell me oh bro it's, it's a good thing you didn't go there was like a shootout and I was just and I'm like that's oh. your intuition though right but that's yeah. what I'm saying but those are like the vibes you get no. and I would I would get and I would get like that pit feeling like not sick to my stomach but it it'd be like nerves that you could feel the tingling like yeah. in, in your nerves not your bones or your muscles it's like in the and it's an uneasiness yeah but at this way. You know, diabetes. Have you ever <laughs> low sugar drinks low some sugar. orange juice? Have you ever walked into a room and just felt an energy right away? I've walked into a room and felt an energy right away, and I don't know if it was the person that was in the room with me, but I exit the room and I'll just sit like in a hallway or because it can also here's another thing it can also not even be the room but the actual door. Yeah, the portal. The portal, and that's one thing that I've been trying to like get into because. We did tell a story of a, of somebody that they saw a, a duende or an elf or goblin, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I think, uh, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you, mm-hmm. bro, but I think uh, I think duendes in English are gnomes, aren't they? Really? They're gnomes. They could be goblins. Well, because the, the reason I call them duendes, because I don't know where they fall under. If it's a gnome, if it's a little alien gray, if it's a fucking creature. It's or like what? I said, like it's the fae. You know, that's not how I call them. Yeah. You know what I'm like, the fae. Yeah, it could be the fae, you know, because then there's fawns, there's nymphs, there's trolls. I mean, there's so many different. So many, right. It right, just depends right. on what part of the country, of the world you're from. Correct. That you call them. I mean, then there's, you know, then las, las criaturas, de blah, 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 blah. From well, because if you, if you try to describe goblin or fairy or gnome or elf in Latin America, everyone falls under duende. Duende, duende. that's correct. That is yeah. true. They all fall under the window. And, 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 you know, I really feel like the portals, you know, are anywhere. Because, I mean, people say in Scotland, oh, you know, these are, we have the leprechauns, we have the fairies, the gnomes. It's normal in Scotland. You go the to Iceland. Stonehenge is a portal. And there you go. You go to Iceland. And Iceland, they say also that, you know, there's a lot of elves there. People, people worship the elves in Iceland. They're so normal to talk to elves in Iceland. Now, people bring them to this country. I mean, because people have told me that their house has something and they have an old house. But I don't think it's the house itself. I think I think it's just the property mm-hmm. might have some kind of a energy that let's you go back can to, go to that portal. Let's go back to the portal thing like we were saying. I don't know. Many podcasts I've always told you uh, my dog trips me out because she stares into the hallway. Oh, I'm, I'm on, on either end, right? So either she's in my room, she stares the hallway, or she's in the living room, she'll stare into the hallway. I was talking to my friend today, cause she's sensitive as well, right? She feels stuff, and she, I've never told her about the dog, and and then as she was telling me how like sometimes she feels stuff or she's sensitive and stuff, cause I was telling her about the podcast. Yeah, and then I go, do you ever feel anything in my house? Cause I'm feel comfortable at my house. I yeah. feel very comfortable at my house. And she told me, I like being at your house. But your hallway makes me uneasy. Wow. And I was like, well, well, I go. And I even got chills when you said that. Yeah. It's weird. It's everybody's it, hallway. Everyone's hallway. Us too here. Everyone's hallway. Every house you go to that has people with high frequencies is a hallway. Is a hallway. 
It's a portal. It's a reminiscence it's a, it, of a cave. It's an in-between. But if you look at it, it's... It, no, it is. You're, you're, you know, it's it, a tunnel. It's an in-between of other portals. Right. It's an in-between of other uh, areas. So, of course, everyone's but always... The fact that she told me that with me never telling her the story about my dog. Yeah. And she was like, it just makes... Your hallway makes me uneasy. So... It doesn't make me scared. Yeah. But it, it just... It gives me vibes. So, my friend called me yesterday, and he told me that his daughter sees... Something in the hallway. And, you know, I've known this guy since I was born. And he tells me, I see him in the hallway. She sees him all the time. I don't believe her. I heard your podcast yesterday at work. Now I'm fucking freaking out. But that, we were talking to AJ about this in the prior one. That goes back to, like, when I was asking, like, Tulpas. Like, if your kid sees something, right, and your kid has given it so much energy that it's manifested, does does that pass on to where like now the parents that are listening to the, the yeah. desperation of said child start seeing it too it because was, they don't want to think I don't know if the child's crazy or they've just given it so much power look, where it's actually manifest. These stories have to come from you know. somewhere, and we people who write these stories are older people, so I'm sure. Look, there's there's this great story about Houdini that when these girls there's these famous fairy pictures and they're photographs that um, this uh, these girls were playing with their dad's camera and they took a picture of fairies in the garden and they look legit really legit that they print them in the newspaper people came to visit them they were known as the famous fairy pictures that these little girls took and that the fairies let them take the picture well houdini went to their house houdini came down and he goes i think we're we are falling for something they have been they put so much energy into it that we believe it's real. Yeah. Now, years later, many years later, the lady was on her deathbed. No, no. She was like maybe in her late uh, 60s, 70s. And she told them that the pictures were fake. That she cut them out of paper from this book. And she wanted to make her dad happy and her mom happy because their brother, their older brother died in the war. And they wanted to cheer their mom up by saying the fairies would come visit her. So they made these fairies and they took great pictures for their age. Wow. And they were amazing pictures. And the camera quality the, wasn't the best. It wasn't the best, but they looked great. So years later, on her deathbed, on her deathbed, she said one of those pictures was real. The other ones were fake because you guys wanted us to make more. We couldn't make them anymore. But the first one was real. And that was on her deathbed. But they say that they say that fairies or the fae or whatever you want to call them, that you only see them because they want you to see them. Exactly. And a lot of kids can see ghosts because they're allowed. They lose that innocence. That's why most fairy tales come from kids. You know, but here's the thing. That's why they're called children's tales. Exactly. Now, people who are mediums, people who have that, you know, their clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognance, all those clair, even the eclairs. Fucking donuts. I love it, Claire's, homie. <laughs> Watch out, huh? that coffee tot is going to spit it in my direction. <laughs> you know? Adam with the mic out of the way. <laughs> but all those people who you know can see stuff say that maybe that's dimensional. Maybe the aliens, the fairies, the ghosts are in the same fucking dimension. Maybe and they're the same thing. They're the same thing. You know, I, I was thinking about this, what you're what you were just talking about right now. Um, I, I'm not going to plug my, I have another podcast and my brother and I, you can plug it, of course. Plug it. Oh, oh, okay, great. Um, Just so my brother and I do another podcast Nobody listened to called, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about paranormal stuff. It's, it, it isn't, it isn't. Um, 
Uh, it's Love, Death, and Tacos, where we do, uh, sometimes we'll do just like top 10 lists, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So one of the last ones we did was the top 10 creepiest things kids have said. Oh, wow. While eating tacos? Okay. Uh, uh, no, no, it has nothing oh. to do with tacos, actually. It's just the name. And um, and one of the things that we were talking about, you know, there was like a whole bunch of things that these creepy things that kids have said, like they see, you know, they see dead people, blah, 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 yeah. right? And I remember telling the story to my brother. I said, you know, it's my belief that I think that reincarnation is real. And when people are reborn into another body, that they still have a connection to to another life or another dimension. And, you know, they, they can still see it when they're babies. That's why babies stare up into the wall and smile. Just like Hefty's dog, you I, know. Well, I, I told Momo this a few podcasts yeah. ago. And I told him, I said, I was reading this book where it said, um, what if reincarnation, the light you see at death is actually the light from the birth canal as it's, you're coming back into the world. Keanu Reeves said that. Oh, it, that's what I, it was Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, see, I, I kind of believe that, I do believe that that may be real, except I don't think that we're born right away. No. I think it takes maybe hundreds of years, if I, not this is what thousands. I, but they say when you die, your brain... Like it's at a slower pace and it actually stays alive for a while. But in, in your thought process, it probably be a couple of years that you're. Yeah, that may be true. Which is what they say the eternal life is. Right. So when I was a kid right now, you mentioned something, Momo, that like, and I said I talked about this in, in the other podcast. When I was a kid, I used to see what I thought in my mind were turtles, you know, but it was always at night and they were always crawling around my bed. Now. You know, I was talking about it. My brother, he, he kind of laughed about it. And he goes like, like, what do you mean turtles? Like Ninja Turtles? And, and I'm like, no. And I couldn't see them in great detail because it was dark. Okay. But they were definitely round, like if they had a shell and four legs. And they would crawl. They would walk around my bed. And I would every single night I would see turtles. And as I got older, they started to fade. Protect it wasn't every night. Protectors? Po possibly protectors yeah. kids that have monsters under the bed is the under the bed a portal well maybe the under it, it, of course it's under the bed that's what monsters inc is based on monsters inc is based at that's where they come through under the bed and the door is, or it, the be closet is, door. is it because the darkness resembles the cave yeah no oh, no or i'm just saying you know it's the, i think it's just the portal like the door on monsters inc is very important yeah because they come through that door and growing into up, the closet. My mom would always say that the closet is a portal because that's where you put away your shoes and the clothes you wear. So all the energy that you go throughout the day goes into that closet. And it's funny, every house that we've lived in, we've lived in a lot of houses, a couple of them, I didn't have a door. And mm. all those houses is where I've experienced stuff. I don't have a door, too. You think that's why some cultures, especially like in, in Asia, leave their shoes outside of the house of so they course. don't bring that energy of in? Of course. That's one of the main reasons. I mean... And some people don't have doors because they don't want to shut something else, so they have beads. I don't have closet doors because because of it, it's just it's just a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. So my, no. my my closets are open or like I have curtains. Now going yeah. back to but it's all, they're always open. Going back to the kids. Mm -hmm. um, that's, weird, where right? I, that's where I've had more experiences in the houses. The little boy. Oh yeah, she saw him through the closet. I had a little boy. Sure, she he always like hears little boy. Went to me in this house. No. No. Oh, okay. Different house. <laughs> she heard a little boy through a, right through a closet. All right. And so, then the other house, too, where it was like they were throwing pebbles at my window, too. Yeah. And oh, that one, creepy. we even told my dad. My dad didn't want to go. 
and we started talking to it. Well, me and my mom. Yeah, and my mom and her went yeah. and did did an EVP well, in a closet. The Narnia wardrobe. That's a, well, I mean, of course, it's a portal. Exactly. But yeah. then it goes into the Fae, into the into, into the Fae realm. Yeah. So look, back to the kids. Ask any kid under three years old who he was before. Oh yeah. Ask him. Oh yeah, I used to be You'll like a, a captain of a ship, or like, yeah, yeah. You'll trip out now. This is what I believe. When you die, you have a choice either to learn more. You you start working on the other side. You go right into work. You get a job. Or, but if you were like a fucking fucked up person, like a hell, you go right into the next life. You get a choice, and you're right. You live a few. You can live a hundred years. Hundreds of years And then go back into it again Wait till all your loved ones Come and visit you And then leave You know there's People say that's what happens Some people are on 60 lives And they keep on coming back You think that's why you find people that Say oh I'm an old soul And they're just so Linked into like Something An era that's no longer Some of us might be on our last life Where we're ready to like Close shop And stop coming back Retire yeah, because and I mean, there's, I mean, I have intuition about World War Two fa- since I was a kid. I was yeah, fascinated with World War Two. I don't I know. Mean, maybe I'm on my first life. We had a conversation life. too because I remember I told you I saw something of like from Sylvia Brown, the psychic lady, and I remember that episode so well when she was with Montel, and I felt exactly how she described, and that was that meant like you were on your last life. And this is me, like, what, 10, 11, 12 years old? What, the, the remembering that? something means you're in your last life? No, no, no. She was just the way that she described how someone feels when they're in their last Mara's life. Mara's acknowledging that she's on her last Like, yeah, life. I do feel like I am on my and last And maybe life. that's why she's an intuitive. And maybe. since I was little, I've always had that feeling. Before I even got to this level where I am. I've. It's funny, because I don't know, like, I've never had myself projected, even in my dreams, into a, another situation or era. Like, I, I have no recollection of anything past. Well, maybe so I, maybe. When I went to London, uh, I'm, like, fascinated with that stuff. Like all Did the you know stuff, certain pot, spots? I went into one of the castles. I knew what I was going to see in the next room. Like, I knew it. I pictured, like, where the bed was. I pictured where... And the that's just having traveled. I haven't traveled enough. And they called her to I it. I knew it. And I cried. Even my friends were like, why are you crying? I'm like, I have no idea. Bro, I had no idea. I going. have this weird thing about New York. I can walk around Manhattan and know where the fuck I am. I mean, I, I don't even know how. You know, Manhattan is fucking crazy. That's huge. I can get lost in Manhattan. I can walk the streets of Manhattan and know exactly where to go. It's so weird. Um, I have that connection. When I was with Mencia, we did uh, this. Uh, we went to this place in Buffalo, New York. Fuck, man. I felt that was at home. Like, I felt I was an East Coaster in the past life, but in the old times. You know, mm-hmm. and then also immigrant times, bro. I fucking love being a cowboy. Oh, okay. like I love <laughs> the the a tombstone. I like I love. I want to be a cowboy t- till now. Now, we can go back to what I said earlier. What did I say that I saw as a kid? A UFO. Okay. No. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. We brought that up. That's right. You almost that's... you almost jumped over the table to hit Fernando because he said Santa Claus isn't real. That's right. I almost <laughs> fucking stabbed you. Now, it's ridiculous <laughs> to say it out loud. I saw Santa Claus as a kid. But I will say it till the day I die. I he saw. heard the deer. I heard, he heard the jingling. Everyone knows the story. Everyone knows the fucking story because to this day, you tell me there's no Santa Claus. I'll be like, fuck you. There's a Santa. Maybe not the way you think it is, but I saw him. 
And maybe to this day, that's why my, my imagination is fucking crazy. Maybe you saw Krampus. Maybe you saw Krampus, <laughs> which is a demonic version of Santa. There's always got to be an evil to a good, right? But I saw Santa, and I remember the day, and, and I will tell you the day we were at my, we were in the house on 166 in Clark, in the city of Norwalk, and it was my my aunt's house at you? that time. I was about nine or ten. What you weigh? I weighed <laughs> three hundred and fifty pounds. Jesus. Um, I was out there, <laughs> and and we they had this little side room, and the room was, the room was to the window, so you saw outside was it to the, the wall. It was to the sweat right down my balls. Um, <laughs> we hear this is what would happen at around ten thirty, my. Mom and dad and all the aunts and uncles would say, okay, time to go to bed because Santa's going to get here at midnight and we'll wake you up when he gets here. But if you look out the window and you see him, he won't give you anything. If you come out and you stay awake, he won't give you anything. You're not allowed to see him. He, if you see if you see him as a child, he'll never give you anything. You'll, you'll lose it. So we're like, fuck this. Let's go back in the room. Everyone goes to sleep. I'm awake, freaked out. Just fucking, I can't sleep. I hear all this noise and then I hear... Jingle bells outside the window. The song or the actual the, bells? The bells. <laughs> I see. I hear bells. The 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 sleigh bells. Yeah. I. Were you listening? My my uh my cousin Martin was was net lying next to me and he goes, "Don't look out! Don't look out! I was like don't do it! You're gonna blow us for everybody." <laughs> he was like, "Don't!" And he turned around, closed his eyes, and was yelling at me, "You're ruining it!" And I looked out the window and I see him passing by the house. With the Fuck sled and everything? Sled, reindeer, everything. And he goes up. And then I hear jingle bell, uh, sleigh bells inside the house. And I hear my cousin Raymond clapping. Yay! And everyone starts clapping. Yay! He's, I'm like, Fuck, he must be here. Everyone's clapping. So then my uh, my my dad opens the door. My mom, yeah, you go. And everybody walks out. And I'm like, fuck. I'm expecting not to get shit because I saw him. I'm walking slowly to the fucking thing. And I see that my cousin Martin got fucking Nintendo and all this shit. And <laughs> all I got was a fucking fucked up remote control plane that didn't even have. A, it wasn't remote control. It was attached to the remote. Oh. So oh. it wouldn't fly. It would just go up and then go backwards. That's it. Those are the worst. They're only the like worst. five feet long. Fuck, that's it. <laughs> so that was my present. I was like, how the fuck did my cousin get that shit? And I got this. I'm like, fuck, it's because I saw him. Yeah, but he's you, fucking you, mocking me, fucking Santa. Have you ever had a present that's unexplained though? Like, no, no, it was everything. I did all the time. I and, and Santa was doing what he wanted. So when it was all the three years later, I was very fucking older, and I was like, okay, I saw him though. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I opened the, the the closet and I see my presents there, bro. Fucking shattered me. What were they? It was a, it was a soundboard. That had these different. You could record. You could DJ with it. It was a karaoke machine soundboard. So you, I was trying to do my own radio show back in the day. Bro. Jesus, that's crazy. I remember it was a soundboard, and you would hear different noises. It would be like stuff like that. Was it like a Casio? It was. It was no. It was like a. It, it was for little kids. It was like a beginner's one. Like a Fisher Price. Yeah, and I was so pissed, bro, because it was called Radio DJ Set, and I was so mad. I was like, yeah, and I was like. Fuck, he's not real. And it just broke me. And I pretended not to see him. 
I fucking pretended that I didn't see the presents. Christmas came, and I op- I slept with the window open. I wanted to see him again. I didn't see him. Mm. What I did see was my dad dragging a bicycle from the garage that was built, that he built for Myra outside. <laughs> see, and I kept thinking he was real because uh, we went. We always had to take pictures, right? Every year, like even oh, that was we got that was older. weird. You guys still take Christmas pictures? That wait, wait, wait a minute, this is weird. Oh well, yeah. So we, <laughs> it's so normal. We went to a Santa Claus, and every year we would go to him. He knew us. Uh huh. It was he knew fucking us weird. So well. And my mom even tripped out. Or she thought it was scary that the guy always knew us. And he totally looked like Santa Claus, like so hardcore. That's crazy. He knew. I mean, he knew everything about me. How you been this year? I see that you're getting into acting because I was in fucking high school going to see this guy. <laughs> we would take it every. I was in high school and I was seeing this guy. And he's like, "Hurt your mom? Your mom says uh, you're in acting, but I see you doing other things." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Jeez, motherfuckers probably follow us in the van." But like him, like <laughs> one year we were being rushed with the pictures, right? So I never got to ask him what I wanted for Christmas or tell him, and it was I was so sad. I was like, "I'm not gonna get anything," you know, whatever. And I even remember the Pollyanna little pockets, whatever, Polly Pocket thing. Polly Pocket. Yeah, I really wanted one of those. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell my mom about it because that was like my year of testing. Is this true? And I got one. And mm. I was like, oh, he really was Santa. So for me, it went on for a while. When I was a kid, and this is not, it's, I don't know, it's not it's a stupid story, but when we were kids, <laughs> like, you know, we were like hardcore to Santa, but like, you know, it was kind of rough growing up. So I remember. They would take us to this orphanage <laughs> to get. You would take fucking orphan people's presents. It was just, bro? It, I think it was just one year. So like, my aunt, my aunt took us to this orphanage. You posed as a <laughs> fucking orphan. To we get we didn't know. I was like six. I was like six or seven. My mom would do the same still, shit. But I still have the picture. It's a Polaroid. Bro. And I was like, oh, that one time we went to the orphanage and we got we got gifts. Bro, you one know? year my mom. One year, my I can't mom believe I shared that story. Edit no. that out. <laughs> I, think, I, I, think, I, think, I think I'm going to get you on this one, too. My mom, one year, I don't know what she did, bro, but she signed up for this Families in Need. Yeah. And, it was, I don't, and you know, it was from the fire department. So they would choose a family every year that was in need. So one year, we, my mom forgot about that. She signed up for it. So one year, my, my dad got a big old raise or whatever. He sold a lot of shit. We had fucking so many presents. We had a big ass tree. We had a big old fucking meal. It was great. And then we get a knock on the door. It's the fucking sheriff. Uh, it's the the fire department. The fire department. We won the fucking family in need. So my mom's hiding all the presents in the fucking bathroom, bro. <laughs> did, they, did, they, was, did they give you a ride in the, in bro, the truck? They were running to the fucking bathroom. We're taking all of our presents. Like if you're flushing drugs out of the toilet. <laughs> yeah. We're hiding everything in the fucking bedrooms. And then the, pre- the, the firefighters, come on, let us in. It's okay. We come in and they have three bags full of gifts to give us, bro. Wow. Food and fucking all this shit. And you guys are frogs. Did you keep it? Did you keep it? <laughs> we kept it. Fuck yeah, bro. We even gave some of the presents away. As <laughs> gifts? <laughs> you, you re-gifted? We the... re-gifted the fucking... Dude, That's the best story. Hey, you know what? I, I thought I felt bad with my orphanage story, but you got me beat there, bro. It know? was one of the most exhilarating times. Look at my dad's peeping out right <laughs> Why do you got to make that face, man? Like it's just... <laughs> no, but it was it was something that was, it, you know, it was it was beautiful to like, you know. That you stole that from that, an actual no, needy that family? No, that it was. <laughs> it's like little tiny Tim's over there like. <laughs> tiny Tim. <laughs> You're going to be here, mother. No. Uh, some more porridge. Right. 
It was beautiful that we what? got to believe in Santa as much as we did. Yeah. But it was because, and, and I believe in the whole fairy shit. I believe the elves helped them out. Like, I would even wonder, how the fuck these elves know how to fucking make a play, PlayStation? Like, you know, you start to wonder, like. They got a, you know, ITT over there, bro. Yeah, it, it, it made you wonder, like. And it wasn't until the movie Elf where they even showed them doing uh, microchips. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's how they do it. Even fucking watching that. It's a great movie. It is a great Especially movie. Especially film because they, they use forced perspective so much. It's oh, not yeah. even, yeah, like, it's not right. even but, CGI. But look, look how they, they, like, they don't cartoon them. They make them the size of humans. Mm-hmm. Just on a smaller scale. Yeah. And, I mean, everything that I've seen in the little, those, by the way, those YouTube videos of the Duendes totally look fake, all of them. I've never oh, watched one. They all look fake. They don't. They dress them up in the little hats, the fucking you know. Oh yeah, like the little gnome hats. And yeah, shit yeah, like that. yeah. Why would they wear those hats? But yeah. then again, you start think about it. What are wizard hats look like? Oh yeah, okay. The same fucking hats. You know, there was an episode of uh, of South Park. I don't know if you ever if you guys watched South Park. Yeah, or not, but I can't stand that show. I love that show, I love that man. Show. It's fucking awesome. And they had an episode where they had like these gnomes that would come and steal your socks. Like Mary with children. Yeah, yeah they would come. And that Al Bundy the, episode. The aliens was using it when for the fuel. When the alien greys came, the little green men used Bundy socks for, for, fuel. for fuel. For fuel. That's right. That's right. And what they, what these kids from Hellier, the little green men came in and they were taking clothes. Mm. And... What did, what, did, what did Harry Potter give to Dobby? A sock. A sock. A sock. <laughs> Master give Dobby a sock. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I don't know if... if, if uh, Dobby is free. When Dobby died, bro. Oh, bro. That was the worst. Uh, it, bro, it made, it made, like, that broke my heart. I think we talked about it the last episode. But, like, I had the hugest crush on Bellatrix the Strange, and then when she killed him, I was like, oh, my God. What a bitch. She's still hot, though. <laughs> like, it you made know, me like her more. So, you know, that's another thing. Like, there you go. House elves. They're, see how they their dress? Raggedy? That's how people see them. But the Raggedy, and they're house elves. But the goblins, the ones that run the bank. Money. You know what I mean? Like, the leprechaun's supposed to be a goblin. Right. Because he's all after his money. You take his money. It's all about the, the you know. And... We're talking about clothing, leprechauns take shoes, right? Because they're cobblers. They're, they're by trade, they're cobblers. Yeah. Shiny, shiny, shiny. There, there you go. <laughs> and I mean, look, I mean, it's just, look, it's so much into this lore. But what do what do you think the Duendes do? Like, what is their purpose? There? Their purpose is. Because I've heard two stories. They're, they're there. I know they're pretty legit. I think they're there to. Pro- they're there to protect the property because the property is mm-hmm. a portal. And they're defenders of the portal. They're just there. That's why the people who see them, they're just so calm. And I, I think the reaction... The, and also the, they love to play with kids. But the, I yeah. think the entities react to the negativity or positivity of the surroundings or the people living Of there. course. And when something innocent comes... That's why everybody has a kid next to the duende coming out. Lo vi, lo vi. And it was always a kid. And the kids, a lot of them still see them. I mean, look, the story that I have about the duende, it was a, it was a girl that we know... And it was with her daughter. And the duende was looking at her kid. You know? Now, we go back to the stories of the changelings. Yeah. Where they would take the babies. But in reality, you know, and we talked about the last podcast, the changelings, they said that there were fairies that would steal babies at night. Or that they would bruise up babies and hit them when they were older. 
which really later out came out to be that parents were hitting their kids and they blamed it on the fairies. And it was more of a domestic violence. Well, wasn't, weren't, the change, weren't they taking the kids to protect them? The Some people, no. They were taking the, the changelings. Yeah. They were stealing the babies and replacing them with a spy or a fake baby yeah. that became mischievous and over time would grow up and leave the house or do something bad at the family. But well, where would the baby go? Wait, wait a minute. But that's that was the joke or that was the trick. So let's say you're, you you have a family and you have a baby and you have a son, he grows up, but he's an asshole. He shames the family. You say, that wasn't my son. That was mm-hmm. a changeling son that grew up. Well, ergo, the babies that are taken, are those actually like the manifestation of the story of the lost boys? The lost boys. There you go. That's true. The lost boys are changed. See, that bitch stole kids. Mm-hmm. She stole Peter Pan. See movie Hook? Yes, sir. She fucking stole him, and then she wanted to fuck him when he got older. And then they say Hook was actually Hook trying to stop Peter Pan from stealing kids. Right. I think the I think that the he was actually the good guy. That, yeah. That Peter Pan. What about was Smee? Preventing <laughs> Mr. Smeed. Yeah, I think they said that Peter Pan was preventing kids who died from going to heaven. What an something asshole. like that. You know what I mean? I was he like, was keeping them in purgatory. Yeah, keeping them in purgatory. So basically, it was purgatory. And I, I mean. In the end of the day, Peter Pan was an alien. Well, I never heard that. Peter one. Pan, well, he came from, he flew in from another star system. Mm. Straight on and straight till morning. He came in from a star system. And Hook was on a ship. Yeah, that is true. I mean, if, if, you, if you even watch the Disney cartoon. And hold oh, on. Oh. And think about it. Who knew about this? The natives. They had Native Americans on that show. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. It's the all Na- Indicative of it's all uh, who was it? Barry? What was the guy's name? Barry? I don't remember. Barry, something the, the guy who wrote Peter Pan. Myra, you know this. Uh, something Barry. I was so obsessed. I wrote like a paper about Mr. Barry. Let's look it up. You, are you beating me to it, Fernando? Uh, I'm actually looking for at videos of gnomes. There's right? a great, oh, you're looking for <laughs> there's videos a great, of Peter there's Pan. There's a great movie, by the way, with Johnny Depp. You know, the guy who has girls shit on his bed. Yes, uh, oh, yeah, that guy. He plays uh, what's his name, Barry, Mr. I can't remember the movie. It was Finding Neverland. J.M. Barry. J.M. Barry. James. I read a paper about that, Finding Neverland, and all like the symbolism. James Matthew. Peter Pan. James it's Matthew. amazing. James Barry. Yeah. He was actually knighted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People accuse him of being a pedophile because he would hang around little little kids and ask for their ideas. I mean, if if you're writing stories, like kids have some of the most vivid imaginations. Yeah. Where I could tell even my even my my nieces and nephews when they were younger would tell me the most elaborate tales and I would be like that actually I could make that into a children's book if I wanted to you know yeah. what I mean and it was, it was crazy like they would give puppies like a whole like backstory oh this dog came from or maybe they're just remembering you know and I would just be like wow they're probably just remembering what they went through have you seen that there's like a lot of little kids where like the parents has recorded them. And they explain to them their whole life story mm-hmm. and like how they were in the different so lives. And they the year to was their home and everything. And then they look it up and exactly everything the kid talked about was true. It's a lot of little kids. Imagine like you talk to a three year old. Hey, well, tell me about your life. The year was 1942. And he lights a cigarette. <laughs> I had the prostate the size of a tangerine. Our nephew, <laughs> our nephew used to say that, remember? Yeah. Yeah. He had a prostate the, the size go, of a tangerine. Back in the 80s. I used to do this, 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 and that. He would even do background. Do, do, his thing was the 80s. Do, 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 and to this day, he has a thing for the 80s. I love the 80s. So 
he you does. Know, you know what's but funny? That was his conversation starter all the time. Yeah. I'm, in the 80s. I'm stuck. Like if you if if you know me, and I don't know if it's a connection or a past no, life, but I know you. But, <laughs> uh, like I love like I'm stuck in like 50 stuff, like music, movies. But I think it, I attribute it more to my dad because my dad like brought me up on it. But like that whole I had era, a fat joke. I had a fat joke that I stopped myself. You were about the fifties. <laughs> you haven't seen the fifties in such a You haven't seen fifties since. <laughs> anyway, not, so I'm, you were saying? Sorry. Go ahead. Never mind. Take, it, it, it's always you that takes a nice story and just makes it a fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> I do think though it has something to do with your past life because I've always been very connected to like the eighteen hundreds, stuff like that. And can you, can I, you I get focus so mad with the new um, show with Bridgerton. Like, I love it. She's like, but that I was happen. so into that before, and people thought I was so lame because I was so into that. All of a sudden, everybody and their mom was all into that era. But, and then when I went to London, and then when I saw the castles, and like, I just knew like I had been there before. So I do feel like there is a connection. Did you to watch that. that show, have Bridgerton? No. It's like, it's like softcore. When I, when I used to, when I was a kid, I used to watch the Brady Bunch. You thought and you were a white fucking blonde kid? No, I, I, I thought that era was real in my mind. Like anything. What year like were you born? Anything in the seventies, but anything from like the sixties, Gilligan's Island, like uh, Gidget, stuff like that. I always felt like that's really what reality was. Like that's how I would like. That's how I was picturing. Like, oh, this Your is life. this is happening right now. You know what I mean? And it wasn't until my mom, one day, I told my mom, I was like. Why do they dress so different from the, what we dress right now? And like, my mom's like, she was like 25 years old, you know? And I was like, wow. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, I will say this, though. I, I had a neighbor who um, their family was kind of like like the Brady Bunch, the way the father would speak to the kids. Yeah. I remember one Remember, time, wherever you go, there you yeah, are. Yeah, something like that, right? I remember one day... Um, this the the kid was gonna cut the grass and I guess <laughs> yeah. and I guess they couldn't turn on the lawnmower, right? So the father fixes the lawnmower, turns it on, and he looks over at the kid, right? Now I'm like I'm watching this across the street. He looks over at the kid and goes, Here you go, champ. And the kid's like, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And then he starts cutting the fucking grass. And I'm right. like, Oh my God, this is a fucking Brady bunch. Like, I swear to God. Yeah, like, I never seen a kid so enthusiastic about cutting the grass. I know. He's like, Thanks, Dad. I mean, I expected the kid to say, Gee Willikers somewhere. You know, <laughs> Gee like, whiz, Dad. You're Gee the whiz, best. Thanks, thanks, Dad. And I was like, What the fuck? You're the fuck? cat's meow. <laughs> I've never had, see, we never, I mean, we never experienced, we never experienced. What happened on TV at home? I mean, that was the closest no, thing. We. You know yeah. what I mean? That was the closest thing to like a Brady Bunch father and son relationship. Yeah, I mean, I would I always, real life. I would always watch those shows about how they would go to like a dinner party and how, oh, we're gonna have a dinner party. And they would stress out over dinner parties, and it's like we have them all the time at our house. Yeah, what's the big people deal? People are always home. People are always yeah. here. Like people would stress out home for the holidays. Oh, I can't wait to oh, go yeah. see my family. I'm like, motherfuckers, we can't. We see them every weekend. My mom, my my parents used to knock out family parties like last minute. I know it wasn't even like we'd wake up on Saturday, like if it was New Year's yeah. Eve, and there was no prep the night before. Like Saturday morning, we'd wake up, move furniture. My mom be cooking since the morning. You're and at the end of the night, say, I have to cook to twenty people. Yeah, like, that's every and then, like, night. Forty like, people show that. up. You know, know what I'm saying? You don't even know who. That's why, like, even today when I cook, I make for like twenty people all the time, I, and I hate it. Till this day, like my mom's always like, "Don't cook so much food," and I always cook for most, and especially now, yeah, because I mean I'm used to cooking for three people, right? Yeah, and I usually always cook for four or five because my dad used to always get seconds or whatever, right? And I still have that habit. I, I have now you eat the seconds. 
No, I, I I haven't I haven't, uh, haven't gotten to the point where I can like cook for two. You know, yeah. you're never gonna get to that. That's why you've been getting food over here. That's why I've been getting all this fucking food. food over Last here. Last week dude. I got a fucking minestrone that was fucking amazing. <laughs> no, got you, some but chicken you, and cheese and enchiladas. It's like even with, with with right now with my mom, you know, even with I think when my dad still cooks just to cook, mm-hmm. you know, and he still cooks her what she would eat. Because she had a specific food that she would always eat. And my dad's still cooking her preferences, even though he doesn't like her preferences. He never did. Oh, yeah. So he's still cooking that way. My mom was never really a lot like, like what my dad, like the way my dad would eat. But sometimes, um, even nowadays, when I, when I, when I cook something, my, uh, my mom will always be like, Oh, your dad loved this food, yeah. or your dad would have loved this and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like subconsciously, did, did I make it because it reminds me of him? Like till yeah. this day, I don't know if I told you this before. Like, I used to get my dad like a beer, yeah, and I would leave it in the refrigerator in the garage, and my dad would always know there's always a beer there waiting for him, you know. I yeah. get and I still find myself buying that can of beer. Like, you go to my house right now. There's a can of Fosters, an oil can of Fosters in the yeah, top me. shelf of the refrigerator. You know, and that was always for your dad. Yeah, it was always for my pops. And then, like, because like the when there wouldn't be a beer there, because I'd do it like once a month. Yeah, he'd always be like, "Oh, no me has comprado mi cervecita," mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "All right, no." And then the next day, I would have it there. So like, it's always like it's funny right now because Myra has this thing where, whenever we talk about people who have passed, Myra sees things, especially my mom. And right now, where I mentioned my mom, Myra points at the soundboard, and it's one 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 one. Oh wow! Every time she's always. Which is but annoying by Myra because she always does that. But it's not oh perfect. my god, it's one 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 one. Oh my god, I'm not looking for it. What's the significance of one 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 for people that don't know? Somebody call nine one. It's just it's kind of like your connection to spirituality. Like you're connected, you're opening up to it. There is that whole um, there's an opening That's to weird. that spirituality in that moment. Do that again, like right now. <laughs> I don't know why I'm transferring energy to the mic. It's weird. You're, is is this aura? Like I said, there's an open. You know, you, openness to spirituality. Well, because you just, there you go. You just talked to your dad. You bought your dad. It doesn't dad. do it on yours. But because you just talked about your dad, you never talk about your dad. It doesn't do it on for even it's when all, I touch it. But when en- I touch it, yeah. it's your energy, bro. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me try this. Okay, oh, it's, it's, it's just my mic. This is your mic. Never mind. Watch out to ruin it. Watch out to ruin it. Watch out to ruin it, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I, we can't sell shows the way you fucking ruin it for us. But this could have been a great situation. Now we're not going to get a Dug and Donut sponsor. Like when we were, we were talking on the prior show, too, like. Sometimes when you have a connection with somebody and you were talking about how, like, how, uh, with AJ, like, when your mom passed, he called you. Yeah. Right? I had that same experience with you. Well, when you, I remember when your dad passed. Uh, you called me that morning and you said, how's your dad doing? I just And felt, I was like. What was your dad's name? Uh, Luis. Luis. Same as mine. Do you know Mario? Yeah. Has he passed? No. Is he. Speaking to the mic, Is Myra. he related to your dad? No. Can I ask you who he is? No, I do know Mario. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't related to my dad, but he has passed. Okay. A while ago. Okay. Because I even have chills right now, mm-hmm. and I kept thinking Mario, Mario, Mario. Yeah, I know Mario. Is there something coming up with him? No, well, that I don't know. No. I don't know. I didn't know him that well. After he's not good at the reading. He was. <laughs> he was fucks up. He was my. And I don't want to go too far. So into Mario, Mario, the only Mario I know that's passed was uh, my grandma's best friend. But he was a lot younger than my grandma. But he also dated my mom before she met my dad. What? There's a connection. A scandal. A little bit. 
you know. Your dad was aware of him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My dad didn't like him too much. He always thought that he was still in love with my mom. Oh, they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're fighting in the your other Your dad's probably room. saying, now tell your mom to go find Mario. <laughs> no, but I feel like something's coming up for Mario or something. I don't know if he, maybe an anniversary was passing. I don't know when he when he passed. I don't I don't remember, but crazy. That's weird. And See? Then, and I had gone in like a reina, but I felt it more towards you. Reina. 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 I don't. I don't the know. Queen. I know one girl named Reina, but or I know a girl named Reina. She but hates me. Not very me. significant. Like, no. No. She hates me. Yeah, an acquaintance, really. Not even really a friend. Just you know. You just know that person. Yeah, I just know who she is. But that's it. Has that person been on your mind? Um, not really. No, actually. Uh, well, hold on. I do have. I do have a coworker named Queenie. <laughs> She been on your mind? Yeah, yeah. She's stupid. She's, I know, right? <laughs> Queenie, all right. Queenie's Reina. I, 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 it's, it's Reina. Do you she, ever she's, say that? She's to Filipina. Ever say Reina or anything? Uh, I do call her Reina in okay. Spanish sometimes. Yes. Or you actually. call her Reinita? No. Um, and actually, yeah, wow. I call her Reina in Spanish because she knows, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, every now and then I'll screw around and I'll, t- and I'll tell her that if she was Mexican, her name would be. Reina. Now I'm gonna have to go home and ask my mom, like, "Hey, what, 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 what did Mario pass?" You know, it was weird because I, I didn't even want to bring it up to be honest, because I'm still like kind of weird about it. No, too. that's fine. I don't mind. You know? But um, I don't know. And then I kept getting chills, and I was like, oh, "I'm just." I can't remember. Like maybe it's. I'll call you later because you know maybe it's something else. I. I'm thinking something else, but I, I'm not 100 percent sure, so I don't want to mention it if I'm not sure. Say it. Yeah. That's but. Funny. Well, say it. Don't force it. I just him. don't remember. I just don't remember correctly, so I don't want to give inaccurate information. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, and then for me, unless it's confirmed or once I hear something that makes sense, it opens then it up continues. the channel. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, tell me something. No, I feel you. But no, no, no. But nothing clicked when I was telling you. No, yeah. That's why. So I'm like, it's probably something. So I I shared information for no reason. (laughs) Shared information. (laughs) Now we all know about your dad's fucking. But it could be also. (laughs) Hatred of the frenemies. Of Mario. Mario. It wasn't hatred, I don't think. It could also be kind of something only you and your dad knew about. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Like, I don't remember. Like, my dad never. He was a quiet man. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of Soft mystery spoken. about your dad too. A lot of it. A lot of it. He actually, the last couple of years, he's he opened up to me about it. A lot of stuff that he told me. So it was just like, uh, it was weird. But he never really specifically mentioned names or anything like you that. You know, it's a trip, man. That you know, Hefty and I. <laughs> it's just a trip that we both lost a parent. Yeah. Recently, yeah. and it's. Uh, it just it, it came at a time where you and I were spiritually ready mm-hmm. to hear news like this. Well, and I was telling even in the last podcast we talked about because AJ was saying about like how like he's happy that we're actually looking into it and reading and studying more and trying to learn more about it. And I was telling him I was like, ever since I did start like opening up more to it and reading and stuff like that, like I found myself like picking up on stuff like vibing more with things and finding out yeah like you know more sensitive stuff. And even with the whole passing of my dad, like, I've been able to comfort my mom a lot. Yeah. Especially with, like, stuff she sees. Because she was like, oh, I saw your dad in my dream, but he didn't talk to me, and I really couldn't see his face. And I was just like, oh, he, that was a visitation. You know, and I started telling her, and she was like, and it comforts her a lot. She's like, she doesn't think it's just like, she doesn't feel like, uh, I don't want her to feel like she's, like, uh, like dwelling on it either. 
So and I usually just, like, when they're not talking in the dream, it's it's a pretty good sign because that means everything that needed to be said was set, was said in life. Yeah. You know, so there, there's nothing else. I'm just here watching. And you. I and We're I told her all the time because every time she tells me, oh, I saw your dad in a dream last night, and I was like, that's because he knows that you're like struggling with it, and he he doesn't want he wants you to know that he's he's okay. Like it's okay to move on. It's all right to like get past it. Like mm-hmm. he did, you know. I, and I always tell her like he we would never want you to want to see you like upset or like sad and stuff like that was like his main concern you know so that's how and then she takes comfort in that you know she's like you're right she goes you're right your dad wouldn't want wouldn't want me to be sad or anything like that so let me ask you a question we've never talked about like that i haven't we haven't talked for a while about that morning um i remember when my mom died when i when i called you yeah it was a it was a quick conversation it was a really quick conversation because i was still in shock yeah you just called me you said I said hello, and you and you were like, I said hello, and you're like, my man, my mom passed away, and I was like, oh, like we, I just didn't know how to, I, and I wanted to go straight to, cause I didn't want to, I want, I just wanted to jump into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and then I remember the, I called George Lopez, and all I said to him was, I lost her, I lost her, bro, and he knew already, like what was going on. Yeah. But I remember just giving like one sentence conversations for like the whole week. Yeah. To everybody. But I remember when you called me. You called me. I called you, and I remember we had like, we were both in this weird peace. Yeah. Like I even told you. Yeah. Because you said I I picked up the phone and then I was like hello and then you said how's your dad, and I said <clears throat> uh, he passed away today at like seven fifty four in the morning. He had to call me. It was like eight ten or eight thirty. Well, no, you called me first. The, I called you the day before or the, the couple of days before. No, 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 no. I didn't call you. Bro, I remember. Was it? This is what happened. You called me at 8 in the morning. I was asleep. Did I? I don't you remember. You called me at 8 in the morning. I was asleep. I looked at my phone. I woke up. Why the fuck is Hefty calling me so early? And I said, fuck. I knew. And oh, then we I, didn't talk. We didn't talk. That's why I have the memory of you calling me. You ca- Exactly. You called me at 8 in the morning, and I was asleep. And then I looked at my phone. I woke up around like fucking 9 or 10, and I was like, fuck, he called me. And when I heard myself say he called me, I'm like, fuck. I already knew because you and, never and called that, me that, that early. That's why I had the right now when I said you called me at like 8 in the morning, like right after it happened, and that, that's, that's the call when I called you. Yeah, because you, you didn't you're call the one. Me. You, you called call me, me till later. You called me. Yeah. And but, I called you back and I already knew him. I'm like, and that's why I went right into it. Yeah. But I told you when when you called me, I said, you had asked me and I told you what happened. And then I said, but I, and I told you, I go, I'm okay with it though. Well, because you even told me that you were the last person. He died in your hand. Yeah. Like you yeah. were with him. He held on. My mom said, uh, I need to take a shower. And I was like, well, go, go take a shower. I go, I'll, I'll sit with my dad. And then she went into the bathroom. She got in the shower and then like. He like uh, I was holding his hand, and then uh, I told him we I talked to him for a while, and then I said, "Hey, don't worry about it." In Spanish, obviously, I said, "No, no, no te preocupes." Like you, you wake with todo, you know. Te puedes ir, te puedes descansar. And then he just like, he went. It was just like a like that was the breath, that, and that was it. And I called my sister right away, and I was like, "I said, Dad's gone," and then my sister's like, "I'm on my way down." Yeah, I, I, see, you're 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 a, you're a braver man than I am because when they told us my mom was gone or leaving, mm-hmm. we um we were I didn't want to go in. Myra went in, and they had Myra 
because Myra was so involved in a lot of my mom's stuff that they asked her, you need to make a decision mm-hmm. if we're going to pull the plug or not. And they made Myra make the decision. And right when she was about to make the decision, my mom made it on her own. And it's funny because the, the morning that it happened, my mom woke me up and she said, uh, your dad's breathing a little fun, like weird. And I was like, oh, okay. I got up. I, I, I don't know why. I just, I was like, I know it's going to happen today. And I, I went and I, I sat with them. And as soon as I was talking about, I called my sister and I told him, hey, dad's breathing kind of weird. I think today is going to be the day he passes. And she's like, oh, all right. She goes, I'm, I'm going to get ready. And like, she was like, I'm going to go see how he's everybody doing. knew. Cause my sister, my sister's a nurse. So she was yeah. going to come take vitals or whatever it was. I, I don't know. So, but when it, and then it, from the moment that happened, I don't know, it was probably like not even 10 minutes, like six, seven minutes until uh, everything else happened unraveled. And then I was just like, all right, you know, like, you know, and then from there, it was just like, I accepted it, I guess, you know, like well, my, even, even till now, like I haven't really like, I don't get emotional about it. Well, I mean, I, you, you get emotional when it like happens. Shock factor yeah. Too. You get emotional when it happens, but then you become like, you know, everybody, everybody in my family, they know I don't like talking about it. Mm-hmm. I don't go to the cemetery. Oh, I don't either. My dad calls me, Esta eres chicken. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he, like one day we were all going to the churches and my Myra, Myra and my dad got mad. They want to go to the cemetery to see my mom. I'm like, I barely want to go. I didn't yeah. want to go either. I'm barely mourning. I, I find myself in tune a lot with people's feelings, especially people I love. Like, like we had my dad's mass last, on Friday last week. Yeah. And my, my sister was crying and it opened me up to be like, I started tearing up. Not because she was crying, but it's like I felt like. You feel the energy of their yeah. emotion. Did you yeah. live with your dad? Yeah, Did I took care of my dad for the last so, 15 years. I feel like you're there. You're present. You're the one that's around them the most. And mm-hmm. you feel it. You get the vibe. You get their emotions. Yeah. I, I had known my mom would have died for a year. I knew she would have died. And I was like my wanting mom, her in life. My dad knew. I think my dad knew because. Even when he got sick, uh, even prior, it wasn't even like a sickness, sickness. Like he just wasn't feeling well for like a month. Yeah. And we were having dinner one day and he told my mom and I was there with him. He goes, uh, se me hace que de esta no, no, no voy a, no, no voy a pasar esta, no voy a salir de esta. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, well, I gotta be so morbid. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I was just yeah. like, I go, why you talk like that? Like, that, you know, that's not gonna. I remember you called me. You called me when he had a stroke. Yeah. And you told me, hey, man, I'm afraid right now because I never thought about it and it's going to happen. And we even said, he's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm glad that you're at, you know, it's good to recognize that it might happen. Yeah. But you're fine. And then he went in. He was fine. It was no big deal. And then boom. Yeah. It was just, it was just, it was a. It was just like an avalanche yeah. of, uh, like a snowball. But you were It prepared. started small, and then it was just like, boom. But boom, I felt like you boom. had a premonition that you prepared yourself. Because I think you cried with me yeah. before more than when he died. Yeah. Just having the stroke. Like, I knew at the stroke, you knew. I felt I something. I think because when they die, you know they're at peace I, now. I, I've cried three times since my dad passed. Crying. Yeah. I Once with you, once with the... We have a, we have a friend, a con... Like, once with her, when, yeah, and it, it was weird. Like I just felt like I like, and then like when we were talking, I, I was like apologizing, and I was like, oh, "I'm so sorry, I'm putting, 
She's like, no, no. She's like, this is why I called you because I, I know you needed to get yeah. stuff off your chest. And I was just like, you know, but I was bawling, right? And then uh, at the mass the other day was like the third time I've actually like cried, cried. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't cry at the funeral. I I felt the weight of it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You feel it. You yeah. feel it. But you, it's like, you, I mean, I, I only cried. I t- you get on survival mode. Yeah, you, you know do. there's stuff that has to be done. I know you're we like, did. You're yeah, on, yeah. you're the son. You have to take care of your mom. I, you I, know, you get into that whole vibe. I told Momo that uh, last week, when oh, not on the podcast, I told him, I was like, I go after two months, like, this is the first time, I, like, I saw my dad last week for the first time. He saw him in the house. Hmm. I saw my mom here, too. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a full vibrant, like, manifestation it was just like a like a layout, like a walk by. Mm-hmm. Ironically, in the hallway, he probably come like, he probably right past by. Uh, <laughs> like, I saw no, him it, from the hallway. It was it the w- portals. It was it was the same path he would uh, he would take to to get water or a V eight, whatever was whatever drink was in the garage in the garage fridge, and I and I saw the whole thing, like just his walk, the way he you know the way he limped with the cane and everything. And it was just like quick, and I was just like, and my mom was like, "Were you sleeping?" And I'm like, "No, I was, I was in that in that process where the state of the state of what do you call it? Waking up, mm-hmm. uh, masculine, masculine. What's it called? Oh man, Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> the state of a sleeping weight. Yeah. That, oh, I, I actually I, don't know. I'm sorry. But but in that whole process of like, I was waking up, I saw it, and then I was up, like up up. I was like. I feel personally that like they kind of want it. They do want to present themselves to you, but they have to do it in a way that's not going to freak you out. They're not allowed to. So it's like in a in a way that you would already picture him, see mm-hmm. him, like you know, oh, he would. That yeah. that was his, like that's where he it, would go. It takes a lot for them. Through there. I would hear. I told Momo. I would, like, I would hear the footsteps of like the like the feet sliding, and then the, so it'd be like it'd be like so it's like the slide of the feet, and then the the cane. Yeah. And, you I, know, and I and I hear like it, like three repetitions of it, and then it would be gone. Mm-hmm. And like even one time, after he passed, like my mom, like I was in my room, and then like I like I heard like rum like in the kitchen, right? Yeah. And I was like, "Mom," and then I got up out of bed. And the whole house was dark, just like the light in the living room. And I go check, and my mom was out. And I was like, "Well, what the hell was that?" You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was just like bump in the night kind of like noises. Mm. Probably we the get house that settling. A lot. We get that a lot here. An '84 house still settling? I highly doubt it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like my, like I, I'm comfortable. But do you get nervous? No, I nev- I've never felt you. uncomfortable then at I my think house. It's good. It's him. My my sisters felt uncomfortable at my house when she lived there with me for a while. But yeah. she was more freaked out of the backyard. But I, it was, I think, it's because the backyard was dark. But I've yeah. I lived on that side too, and I've never felt like I'd come in through there. And, no, because you can, you're still allowed to have like regular fear, like when yeah. something comes out there. Doesn't really necessarily mean it's connected to some. I, don't, I, I like I'm very comfortable at my house. Yeah, like I stay there alone, dark. I sleep with the like I don't have to close my door. Before, when I was a kid at, at the old house that we had, I was like I can't sleep with the door. Are open. you seeing something on him right now? I do, but I, I see don't. A, do you have? A, is there a bicycle situation? <laughs> Hmm? Do you have like a bicycle reference of a bicycle? I haven't had a bicycle in years. I feel like, do you not want my to dad see had anything? a bike? Your bicycle? Like did you did you see it. the bike recently? No, no, no. 
But my dad had this bike that he loved when we were kids. We're talking about, I mean, I, I don't so, know. Okay, my dad also so had a motorcycle. Be, what do you see? little things. I see little shit coming out of you. Little, huh? I see like. That could be his um, aura. Do you say little shit? Or yeah, little. <laughs> <laughs> I just see like, this is when you're talking, it looks like this. It's, I don't know if it's my lighting in here. I know your, your lighting throws me off. I don't know if it's my lighting, but you look like you're doing And then when you, right now, when you talked about it, I just got the the, the ring ring of a bicycle. Of a bicycle bell. Like, cling, cling. like that. Of a bicycle bell. It's hilarious. Why? I just, that's fucking weird to me. So, I don't know if it ties into it. It could be like a simple memory. I know, I don't know if the bicycle bell ties, ties into what I'm going to tell you, though. So, I bought my parent, my dad, like a, a bicycle horn. Mm. And my whenever my parent, when he needed something... It need be all baka baka, and like I'd be like, "What's up, que ocupas or whatever," you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that ties into the I whole bicycle bell with the cling cling. I hear it's not the same noise. I hear like a cling cling. So it doesn't even have to make sense to Momo or to me or anybody, as long as it some sort of trigger in you in your mm-hmm. memory that well, you then, know would relate to him. Because I, I hear like him, a bicycle bell, like a bicycle. I don't. I would not say horn because I don't say horn, but I feel like it's a bicycle bell. And when I saw it, when I heard it. I looked at Myra and I said, do you see something? Because I, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm tripping out. Maybe I'm hearing things, what I want to hear. But if Myra feels something, that means we're both seeing that you're on mm-hmm. and feeding us. Not really. Yeah, he's feeding you. <laughs> he did. He brought me fucking enchiladas. Minestrone, right? Oh, and enchiladas, oh, hey. right. I don't know how I, I don't feel know, about a, that. You know, I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't recall anything with the bicycle bell, though. I just think that you are really... Th- this is first the first time. time I've ever talked about it. I mean, we've talked about it ourselves, but no, never but like, like on this. Like, I've never like no one th- even knows that knows me knows that my 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 father has passed. I think like, no, only, it's only like my inner circle of like you've nine never, friends. Yeah. I mean, you haven't posted. I don't post. Nothing. I think the only, if people know it's because I told them. Like you I know? told Angela. Yeah, she called me when I, I'm like, hey, cause she I'm, had such, she had the kindest words. Well, cause she, you know? I remember I was talking to her on Instagram and she goes, and then she texts me, and I'm like, sorry, uh, half these dad just passed. And she goes, oh my god, let me call him. Mm-hmm. She called me so quick. Yeah, you know the day mm-hmm. of, like I said, like just like my like my real close like like people I consider friends friends like are the only people that I even know. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. like uh, I told these guys. I told Fernando. Right well, away. Hefty told me uh, uh, I told him the like a few days before he told me. I that told him the day at the stand up. Oh, we were wow. at, we're doing the stand up yeah. on the twenty seventh. No, was it the, no, the twenty? What, what day was it? I can't remember exactly. No, no, it wasn't. It was the. Well, I'll the, tell you right now. Did you say twenty seven or did I hear it on the? And so when the did you guys it was say the nineteenth. He said twenty seven. I did okay, say twenty seven. Scared the fuck. I see your guys' mouth moving. It was, it was the nineteenth. <laughs> it was on the nineteenth. We had the show at the stand up, right? With the uh, yeah, we did. And then and my dad passed on the twenty second. But I had just told Fernando. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like a matter of days. He told me. And but I told like Fernando the full days. situation. Yeah, and then it was like a matter of days. It was yeah, two three days, and he was gone. Like I, I told him a close friend of mine. Yeah, he's a comic as well, and then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna. I, I know if I tell him, like, he's only gonna tell. I know. I knew who he was I mean, gonna tell. Yeah, and, and we, and, you we know, all, just we like all I, once Momo knew, I, like, I knew who was gonna know, and yeah. I just needed to reach out. My fucking blabbermouth. No, I needed to reach out to certain people that I knew would tell people that I knew. Yeah, no, I only told one friend. Yeah, because I told she spread when, the word when to you, the other ones. When you told me, I was here with her, with them, mm-hmm. and I told them. And you know, because I I got a, I got from you, you yeah. yeah, 
I messaged you. And I remember, um, and it's crazy because you told me he had at least five, was it to eight? They told me six months. And it ended up being like two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Mm. Yeah, two weeks. From when he got, from when he, he went, from when he, he left the house on the 30th. And, and then you know, he came back home on the 7th. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And and for those of you who like, wow, he couldn't. Wow, no, I'm saying like for those of you who have like, it got what, deep. Because like, what do you know? guys? What do you? Wow. They, that means you needed this. Moment. Yeah, and people. Been I haven't us. talked about it. I no, haven't no, no, talked about it. I, I didn't. I didn't post anything about yeah. it. Like I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put. And people been asking us, how come we're not? We're the podcast. We're the podcast. I've just been dealing. We've with been some going stuff. through a lot of shit going on. And then what happened? You know. You know, and I know you. And a lot of times, like I, you pick up a lot of my energy when I when especially you know, I do. I really do because I I know you. I know when you're pissed off. I know when you're mad about something, and I love to push your fucking buttons. Oh yeah, well, there's so many times when I, I push your buttons, you grow from it. But there's so many times when we're hanging out and you're just you'll be like, "What's wrong, bro? Talk to me," and then I'll tell him, and then he'll be like, "Stop being a pussy," <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "Like Jesus!" Like, oh my god! Like when we went when we went to uh, Oxnard. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I felt. I mean, when we were there, I, I, I had such a, I had such a dark. Not, I, I think you actually mentioned on your me, dad not. on stage, and you, you broke. Oh, a little bit. so I was trying to avoid this joke, where I mentioned my dad because this is where I was going through like the the full of the full, like like bombardment of it. Yeah, and I did this joke where I said uh, it was a memory about my dad, and I was like. Oh yeah, like that's why my dad used to always call me, and then and like right when I said it, that's why my dad used to call me a little walker, and I was Aww. just like, <laughs> and I was like, it's just my voice cracked so bad. Oh and man! I, and I was even telling Jess, I was like, I didn't want to do that joke. Yeah. And she goes, Yeah, I, I noticed like you pulled out of it like just so fast. No, and I didn't even finish the joke. We noticed it like, right away. Right away, you come off, and I'm like, E. I mean, look, the first week that my mom, I, got it. I mean, I think after a month, I went back on. No, not even a month. Like maybe a couple weeks. My mom passed. I you, went back you, on stage. You told me too. You said I need, I need, to I need to go on stage. I need to give her her tribute. And I was talking about her on there. And you know what? I probably got emotional. We did the British, that one British show. Mm-hmm. It was sold out. And that shit, like fuck, man. That shit. I couldn't finish the joke. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. And I think everybody applauded because they they saw that I was struggling. But I wanted to make it known that you know what? I am going through something. Mm. And I am having a hard time, but thanks to what I've been learning and what I've been reading in this this realm, it's been a lot easier to say goodbye to someone that I feel I was gonna lose forever. But when you study this stuff, you feel like they're always with you now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm closer yeah. to her now. It's funny you say that because uh, after my dad passed, I did a, I did a show. It wasn't even a club show. It was just like a show I took. I think I told you about it. And then you were like, "Do the show. You need it. You you need it. You need it. Right? Yeah, I told you." So I went. I did the show. I came back. I told mom's like, "How to go?" And I was like, "I swear, I, I feel like I had like the best set I've had in a yeah. long time." But I, I I just didn't care at the show. I was talking. Yeah. I talked about my dad. I talked about like I like, and it was just like I was. I was like, "Wow, I wish I would have recorded that because that was fantastic." You know? it, I mean, look, what we do is therapy. Yeah. Even this right now, you talking about him is probably the best therapy you've had in weeks. Of, of of your dad's loss. It's been a while, dude. It's been a while, you know. Now you it's know? we're going on what? Then you know what I'm going to tell weeks. you now, right? Well, stop being a pussy. Don't stop being a pussy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? I got I got one more hurdle. I got, 
We got one more hurdle. We got we got to still like uh, spread my dad's ashes, and then after that, like, and that's gonna be the beautiful part because that's when, that's when you say to yourself, okay, now they're free. With me, I hated the burial. I don't want to be buried. I hate because I feel like we're enclosing them. Yeah. But that's what my mom wanted. It's my mom would have killed us if she would have been. If she would have been cremated, my mom would have fucking haunted us. Well, my dad, my dad told us because my dad told not us, but he told me, like, and my mom's told me too, like her her wishes. But my dad's always said, like, I I don't I don't want to tie you guys to to having to go visit me at a at a cemetery and have to feel like you gotta bring me flowers and clean my 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 tombstone and every time you go there you're, you're gonna be sad. He's like, I wanna. He's like, when I pass, just spread my ashes in the ocean. Hmm. If you guys ever want to think about me, all you have to do is go to the beach. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I was just like, hey, this is what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's badass. My mom yeah, wanted so. a 30000 fucking <laughs> dollar she, plot. She believed in that, too, because she wouldn't visit her mom as often. Yeah. She always said that. And my, so we always had the idea, like, she's with us. Yeah. That's just the body. Well, like, you for my dad, I, mean? I think it was, it's too. It's there. We're respecting it. But she's with us. Yeah. Well, your memories are always going to yeah. carry. But I think my dad, too, like, my dad's mom passed in the old country. And we're not able, you're not able to go back, like, yeah. as often, right? And even my my grandma, she's buried right, right here off of Slauson at uh, Holy Cross. But with my mom right now, like, it's like, like we we haven't gone in so long. And my mom's always like, I, I don't want that. Like that, because my mom feels guilty sometimes because she can't go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my mom's my mom's always like, "Oh, that's what I want too." And then I was like, "Well, what do you want me to do?" And then my mom makes how my mom joke, cracks jokes. This is what my mom said. I said, "Well, when when the time comes, what do you want me to do with your ashes?" She said, "I want you to spread them around the lemon tree in the backyard." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Why?" She goes, "Cause I want those lemons to be bitter." <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> she said <laughs> in Spanish she goes Porque quiero que esos limones estén amargos amargos I think I told I told I told uh, what do you call it uh, like years ago I had this idea that if I die when I die I want to be buried I want to be cremated and made into a cake oh god oh man and then served to my people when they come in and put a video on I'll be like I'll be always with you at least for the next 48 hours. Right? <laughs> you know, Remember when I used to tell you to eat me? Right? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I always, I think now I have this place that I go to as a kid, uh, Lake Kachuma. Like, mm. I love that campground because I know it reminds me of peace to me. I remember as a kid with my mom and my dad. I mean, we've been going there since we were babies. In fact, some of us were almost born in the way over there. Um, and I've always, I remember one day I rented a, a, a boat by myself and it was like, six in the morning because you got to get there to get the boats and they had one more and i got it and i'm like well fuck it everyone's asleep i'm gonna go fish so i go out there in the boat not knowing anything about fucking how to operate a boat i kind of had to learn right there and then and i'm in the middle of the lake and the fog rolls in i can't see shit and i feel like is this what death feels like like in that movie uh uh, um, what dreams may come They're in the waters of hell mm. And they just see fog When you pay the toll Yeah exactly And there's darkness ever I freak out I'm by myself And I fucking freak out So I'm like you know what I'm afraid I'm gonna hit a rock Or a hit shore I'm gonna anchor So I throw the anchor down 
and I make sure I tighten it up, and I'm just sitting there in the water, fog passing through me. My phone's not working because there's no reception there, or during that time there wasn't. Freaked out, and I'm like, what do I do? I fucking take out my fishing rod. I just start, start, fishing. start fishing. I start fishing and I try to, because I don't want to think about it. Yeah. I'm already having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. I'm fishing and then I, my pole goes crazy. I catch this beautiful white catfish, white catfish, which later I realized, I thought it was a mystical fish, but really it turns out it was, it was mm-hmm. called a, a, a stone, uh, what do you call it? They a, see a the lake stone, with these. A great stone catfish. So it's, it's, mm. you know, it's normal fish. It's not a mystical fish. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was all magical. Right. I bring it up. And I look at it, and I just release it, and, and I'm just... And then all of a sudden, the fog gets lower, and this beautiful fucking... Sunny day? Sunny comes up, but I'm still in this light fog now in the water. Now it's just light fog. And I see a deer drinking the water, looking right at I me. See Patronus, and bro. I'm like, what the fuck? And it, it was the most beautiful shit I've ever seen. And I said, you know what? This is peace. And if I ever... If I ever uh, Choose where I want to die. I want to die. I want to be sprinkled in this water. You know, it's funny that he says this story because when, one time I, f- I felt what you felt, but not alone. One time we went fishing at uh, Lake Irvine. Yeah. And so mom was like, well, we got to be there like 430 in the morning because we got to get a boat, right? Wasn't it beautiful, bro? So we get this pond. So going fishing with them, I don't know if you've ever been fishing with them. I haven't. Not and yet. So He's so serious. He's so serious. He so doesn't even talk. We're on this pontoon boat, right? It's it's foggy, it's still kind of dusky, dark, and we're on this boat, right? Just like, and he turns off the engine, and I'm I'm like, all right, so like, hey, so what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to scare the You're fish. Gonna, man. Exactly, bro. He's like, you don't want to scare the fish away, right? And then like we had paid like forty bucks each because we're doing like a, we we're doing a competition. It was a it was a catfish competition. He wouldn't let me not he, one fish. He wouldn't he let me shut the fuck up. I can't, I can't stand there if I'm alone. Even when I'm alone, I sing out loud. Yeah. You know? And I'll just sing like oddball songs, you know? It what was I'm peace, bro. It the was, other day I was singing. I think another fisherman shushed us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't you catch another fisherman's line? I did. What the I fuck, did. man? That's <laughs> all you heard bro, in the middle listen, of Listen, I got to tell you a story about, now that we're talking about fishing, I got to tell you a story about the time I went fishing. We went deep sea fishing off of uh, Always wanted to do Long Beach. Oh, you know my God. I mean? This is a paranormal story. Tell me the story. Okay. I'm willing to bet that I am one of the only people on the planet who has ever done this, if not the only person. So I lassoed a fish. Like a cow? Yeah, like how you would lasso a fucking horse or or a cow. Or cattle. But let me tell you, let me tell you how it happened, okay? (laughs) Okay. So I put my I put my line in the water, right? And I feel a tug. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh okay, cool. So I start, you know, I start reeling in the, the fish. All right. And as I'm reeling in the fish, uh, I notice, you know, I'm looking down into the water and I notice that there's a fish on my line, but it's not on the hook. The, my fishing line is tied around its tail. And I'm like, how the fuck did my fishing line tie around its tail? And then I keep reeling in and there's another fish on the hook. On the hook. So, so my, obviously I'm thinking to myself, okay, so I caught the fish yeah. on the hook. And that fish starts swimming in circles, trying to get away. <laughs> and I'm reeling it in. And as that circle starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller, another fish must have swam right through yeah. the loop of the line, and it tightened up. That's the husband fish. And I, the wife fish was like, I'm not going alone, fucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to And, and I, I pulled up two fish on the same line, and one of them was lassoed. 
And I was like, son of a bitch. Now, let me bring up another thing real quick. <laughs> when we're talking about death and how we're going to die and what you want to do and all that yeah. stuff, I recently got uh, a cemetery plot for myself. Yeah. And, so uh, you're going burial. Talk uh, about lonely, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I got two. In case. You meet somebody special. Oh, or I, I don't want to be morbid in case, you know, it's me and someone close to me. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Um, but here's the thing. I, I didn't get it underground. I got him in a mausoleum because I, I'm. Um, you want to be one of the first zombies out? I'm claustrophobic. I don't want to be buried. And I know I'll be dead. I'm like, who cares, right? You'll be dead. You're not going to know if you're underground. But I'm like, hell no. What if I wake up? You know, at least if I wake up and I scream, it is actually. Mausoleum's cheaper? Mausoleum's cheaper, yeah. I wouldn't want to be. That's cool. Mausoleum is gothic. Well, mausoleum's when they keep you on the wall, right? Yeah, they keep you on the wall. That way, if if people are passing by outside, I'd be like, "Let me out, motherfuckers!" And I have a chance <laughs> that someone true. might hear me. You should get me. buried with the with the with the recorder, and they say, "Hey, when you close a casket, hit play, hit play, <laughs> let uh, me out, motherfuckers, let me out." They should make grave mausoleums that when you go to the little box, you can push a button and the voice comes out. Thanks for coming. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Come idea. again. Hey. Well, you know, you've heard you've heard the uh, uh, the term graveyard shift. You yeah. know where that came from, right? So oh yeah cuz yeah yeah the graveyard shift in in England maybe Myra knows a lot about this um back in the day there were a lot of people that would die or they would oh. they thought they died right and so they w- they would bury people with a little string attached to their hands into a bell mm-hmm. so if they woke up in the middle after being buried they'd just pull that string and ring the bell and yeah. then someone has to go out there and fucking mm-hmm. dug, dig them out and Imagine so how pissed he would be Well that's why most coffins they look like they had glass over yeah. it, like you see the old West coffins, yeah, they have glass over them. Not only so you can see the yeah. body. Remember when it smelled back then? There wasn't as much as there was now, so that would keep the smell away. But there was also like a little box, a little bell. Yeah, you know, it was crazy. And, and there was also the same bell for uh, vampires, or the same hole for vampires. Oh, okay. So they could just stab you in the heart. Right. Come on, come on. Well, I, I also mm. heard that one of the reasons that they also used glass before on coffins was so that they could tell if if the the glass on the inside started getting fogged up, oh. then you're generating heat or, or, or you're breathing. And they're like, don't bury them. We can see. I thought, I thought the eyes open would be enough to let you know. <laughs> well, I mean, back in the day, if they were in a yeah. coma, a lot of yeah. people probably thought, oh, they're dead, but they're not. But they're you're still in breathing coma. in a coma. Well, yeah. I mean, I would. Sometimes your bo- your not if you use super ninja focus so much yeah, to the point where like they can't really tell. And it is back in the day too. Yeah, you know so what I'm saying? Not, yeah. they don't yeah. have that many things that could. Yeah, I feel you. Point it out. That's I didn't know that. I, I didn't even know the graveyard shifting. That's actually yeah. pretty. Cool. Yeah, so that's not why cool. But I was just like, you're that fat joke about that guy. He's like, oh, did you remember? He died. Yeah, well, uh, four pallbearers. Four. Yeah, he was cremated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, that's, that so, could be that'd be my. Era. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Where do you have the? I mean, where do you have the ashes right now? They're in my house, uh, in the living room, right, right. I in have front this of, fear of urns, and I'm gonna drop one and ashes everywhere. No, my my. Well, since are they are they how are they sealed? Are they like no? Well, so the urn that we have, it's it's made because you're gonna spread the ashes, so they don't give you like a fancy urn or a wooden box. Yeah. Those, you gotta pay for those. So it's just like a it's a cardboard box. And inside of it is a, it's a sealed. Um, like a bag. Maybe. No, there's a bag inside of another plastic box, and that plastic box is sealed. Yeah. 
So and then so and then they put that in a cardboard box and then yeah. and then I that's mean, where and my mom we have them in a ca- not a cabinet. So my, when my dad used to watch TV, mm-hmm. um, in the living room, it's like right in front of where his recliner is, like right underneath the TV. Because my dad would that's where he would spend most of his day just yeah. chilling watching TV. Mm-hmm. So now I've actually picked up the habit of on Saturdays. I watch uh, TV in the living room. I even posted about this on uh, on Instagram. I'll be like, "Oh, I'm watching this movie," and and I always tell when I go back to my room, my mom would be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Then I mean, I says, "I'm like, yeah, I already watched a couple movies with dad and stuff." Like that's what I'll tell her, you know, like, "Oh, you know, yeah. gonna be." Over. And I always turn the recliner to face the TV. How do you mm. feel? How do you feel? Knowing but it's just like we do that too. Oh, I we do. do that. I do that. I do that here. I have my. I mom talk to her by myself. But what do you yeah. think? If like, I mean, this was is my fear. Maybe it's OCD. I'm afraid, like, even for people of my ashes, especially in the ocean, bro, the wind is very unpredictable. <laughs> That's why you throw, you spread against the wind, just like when you pee. But not in the ocean, you never know. Because it always changes. It always yeah. goes, because trust me, I know, I, I, I'm yeah. in a lot of boats, I fish. Yeah. Believe and, me, I don't, I don't think I'm going to stand there for 20 minutes. I'm, I'm Like, once it's open, I'm dumping, bro, you know but, what I'm saying? It's I like, mean, I always wonder, like... He's not like, going to go on a really windy day, though. Well, no, it's a boat in the ocean. You know, yeah, that's true. It's, it's different. Uh, true. So when you... I mean, that's the thing, but like, are you ready to... Are you going to bring some home to, with, with you? Do you plan to? No. Because, you know, George has Richard Pryor's ashes on a on a, on a a necklace. The only pendant we got... Well, my sister wanted a pendant. Me and my other sister, we're, we, we, we don't... We're, we don't... You we don't want one? But my other sister did. So. I would hate to be sprayed somewhere and know that, like, my femur oh my is with people <laughs> just, on the boat. Just my left toe. It's just not complete. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I always, I have this, I have this fear. So whenever I see people with ashes, I always say to myself, when it comes and I have, I want to be thrown as a whole. In, in like as but then you would I never want, you would never you would still be confined but i want i, don't, that's you, weird. You, you I want the earth in there but you wouldn't be free what if it's a biodegradable one mm, what if it breaks well, down true. on a because side I note i feel like you're separating would be separating me right on a side note never have your ashes uh spread at disneyland i have oh, a yeah. cousin who works there i hear that's a lot no it's not allowed no, no, that there's a lot, lot of people that do that. A lot of yeah, a lot that. of people that uh, they try to do that. That's why ha- but if they so catch haunted. them, yeah, if they catch them, like a lot of people, believe it or not, like to spread their ashes yeah. at Small World in the water. Well, I know a girl that All works right. there, um, and uh, she says she already got freaked out. Well, I hear that they filter the water out or they change it because uh, of course it's ashes in there. It's yeah. ashes, yeah, right. Pir- and pirates too. You know, Myra yeah. works there. No, do you? Yeah. Are you a friend of a character? No. You know, <laughs> she's fucking no, goofy. No, no, I'm like in one of the on Main Street. Go well, visit my sister Myra at Disneyland. I used to have a friend that worked there, and and, and he was. Uh, I think I'm gonna get fired. He did. Why? Because I'm supposed to be there right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, if you don't show up I've to work, that's usually what happens. No, it's my availability. They went totally against what I said it was. I'm like, I have another job. And mm. that was like my main job. So, but isn't already free calling out? Isn't already like, yeah, I already had things happen. But even on the training, like they even warned us, right? There's even a buddy system to go like downstairs in one of the areas because of that. Because people get nervous. Wasn't there the, the ghost of Space Mountain? Now, here's my theory, guys. And we're going to finish. We're going to finish. He constantly rides the roller coaster. What was that one that rotates? 
Yeah, uh, that's the, the haunted that mansion. They closed? No, 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 the the, the one where the, all the, the tomorrow stuff. Used to stuff? Be? Do you know why they closed it? Oh, is that the one where you the shrank the, the you shrank through the micro micro uh, the mic that what the, what the fuck is that? They used to have it there. I don't remember, but it was, it was the one that the was microscope. on the side of it. Next to Utopia. Okay. And then it used to to go now in. Now it's like Star Wars, and rotate. you can see Chewie there. So anyway, what happened? Well, it used to rotate. So Innovation. When they would let you, yeah, they uh, would let you guys in, um, but the door would start closing because it would be rotating the inside. So you had to go in before it closes. So the cast member had to walk you. Th- Did you see how I point now? Point like them, two fingers. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you have to go through when they tell you a little girl got stuck and it like cut her in half. Oh. Yeah. So now they say that there's like a little girl there. Like it was like a big thing. It's only there half the time. Half the time. no. Hey, um, before we go, this is an idea. You believe in magic is real in Disneyland since Mickey's a fucking sorcerer? I don't know if it's magic or if it's the uh I mean there's a legend of a leprechaun there. That people have seen you know, that lives at Disneyland near, uh, I think it's near. Um, I think Disneyland is full of tulpas, bro. Oh, I'm sure it is. And they see a leprechaun in Disneyland near the the New, or- New Orleans Circle, I think. But it's the same thing as people saying that they see Walt Disney in his apartment off of Main Street. That little candle mm-hmm. lit, you know, on top of the or, fire station. Like I said, but like, they create that illusion too. Like they want to keep that magic. Or away. like like you said, but like the ghost of of the Matterhorn. Right or Space Mountain Ghost, yeah. the one that, when you know, that rides the okay, ride. So Matterhorn, I don't like it. I haven't liked it for a long time. I've never I never know that why. Lot. My head hurts so much. I felt like all whiplashed, even just standing in line. Now I realized someone passed away there. Mm. She got hit on the head, and that's what people say they feel. <laughs> and it all started to make sense because I don't like <laughs> it. I stay didn't someone like fall some out reason. of the uh, Big did, Thunder Mountain yeah. too? I don't know about that one. We got to go. Listen, before we go, I got to tell a story. I told it I told it to you guys. The I want to tell the, the podcast. Disneyland story? No. So, Myra is, you know, very intuitive to stuff, and I'm not. But recently, I've had this fucking storm of intuitive situations. I'm not going to say who it is because we know this guy. I was taking a shower. had a big headache in the shower. I get out of the shower. Go on. Ringing in my ear. <laughs> really bad ringing in my ear. Then... I hear this person's name, uh, and I see him, and my headache goes away. And as my headache goes away and I hear him, I think about my mom, her birthday, and 10 days from now. So I say to him, hey, man, um, just answer the question. You know me. This is going to be weird, but is your mom's birthday in 10 days? And he goes, yeah, it is. Okay, cool. That's all I got to tell you. I don't know what this is. Fuck it. We go in the car. We're driving. And I'm like, you know what? I got to call AJ. Because this is feels fucking weird. AJ picks up. He's on speaker. He goes, what's up? Where are you guys going? We're going to the van. But that doesn't matter. Listen, here's the situation. I had a really bad headache. And then when I mentioned his name and when I saw him, the headache went away. And then I got this vision of his mom's birthday. His mom's pass. And then AJ goes, did your mom pass by a head injury? And he goes, Yes, he freaks the fuck out, almost swerves the car. And, uh, did you hear that too? I, I do. Was, was that, that your, you? Was that your I went, I went, 
Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I heard it too, and that I was like, it, it was the chair. No, it, was, it was this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, growling at That's it what I was right like. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he t- he it turns out it was his mom. She had a she passed away with the head injury. Fucking freaked me out. Since that day, I don't know, man. I've been more intuitive to things, and I talked to AJ. Just like, listen, man, he's got to either give into it or go away from it. And I'm like, what if I want to be in the in between? That's how I feel. But do you? Sorry, I'm gonna go back to the whole Peter Pan thing again. Remember in Huck. How have you seen Huck? Have you seen Huck? Yeah, of, yes, course. of course. Okay, so you Bang-a-rang. know. So Peter Pan comes back to Neverland, right? And they're trying to remind him of what it's like to be Peter it's Pan. It's never again. Neverland. So, you know. So they're trying to remind him how he used to be Peter Pan. And they're like, you're doing it, Peter. The last thing he needs to learn how to do is fly. And he can't figure it out. So I feel like I lived my life in that point of, Peter coming back to Neverland. I have these moments. I kind of remember here and there. I know how to do certain things. And then he has to try to fly. But what does he need to fly? He needs fairy dust. He needs his happy thought. Oh. Pendejo. Oh, I, thought it was, I thought it was fairy dust. <laughs> I mean, it is fairy so dust too. He needs, and like at 12, 22. So he needs his happy thought, right? So for him, his happy thought, who was it? It was Jack. It was Wendy. Jack. It was his kid. It was his son. Remember, he's like, you know, my happy thought was it was you. It Remember, was you. it was you. So, oh, that's right. His memory of his son that triggered him, right? And he could fly. He became Peter Pan. This and that. I feel like my mom's death triggered me, cause she was that like mm. happy thought. She was that big thing in my life. Oh my mm. god, I'm cry. <laughs> no, and so, and I feel like that's what triggered me. So that's why I feel like maybe that triggered you as well. And Maybe. you were you were very like closed off though, and once I feel like you finally accepted it, that's when more stuff started to happen to you. And I think she was like our our happy thought, como quien dice. And yeah, she and triggered that to come she out. The, she was a conduit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that means something help else. you get over. Oh no, that does mean something. That wasn't the word I was looking <laughs> Annabelle, for. Annabelle, the doll is a conduit. That wasn't the word I was looking <laughs> for. So, uh. <laughs> Now I don't remember the word. End it. End the podcast. I that should play in your in your uh, what do you call it? Your uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, in your in your tomb, whenever they push the button. <laughs> <laughs> you know that idea you had at the, the mausoleum push the, the mausoleum, button. Mausoleum, yeah. Mm. This is where Donna Hefty lives. <laughs> Forever in our hearts. <laughs> Forever in our hearts. Forever in our hearts. What about Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> and Momo. <laughs> That's right. Well, this was the worst podcast we've ever done. I thought it was a great one. I think it's horrible. Do you really? And, uh, no, I think it's very, very... Uh, it was a beautiful podcast because we got to talk about Weird shit. Uh, I, I obviously think personal I was, experiences, personal experiences, and I'm gonna go back into this fucking episode of, I mean this this documentary, Hellier. Watch it on Prime. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. And we're gonna do part ma- three ma- of Duendes. Make sure you come back with more episodes watched than six, because then it'll be like I've been the whole two seasons. Of yeah, it. make sure you know your shit if you're gonna fucking battle me. Yeah, um, it wasn't a you battle. Guys it was basically down with the other podcast. What other podcast? 
that well, you, I mean, the episode you recorded prior. No, we're, we're not. That record that is lost. But you were you were basically done with it. Like, we oh, did. Yeah, we were, oh, we were finished done. with great. Yeah, and then yeah. we mentioned the name and great. He so was on. He, he went on to what is it in Harry he, Potter? He, he, shall, he was. He should, not be who should named. not be named? He who should not. Be yeah. Named. Yeah. So maybe Tom Riddle, Voldemort. In order for you to have your venting conversation too. Yeah, well, I we I didn't do that on the last exactly. one. Exactly. So, so maybe like you were stopped on purpose. It was erased because to you have this conversation, have, you which was, to have that moment. was an amazing. So that could be like it is a positive. Don't get freaked out. It's like the last I'm, one. It's a positive for me. You know, so. synchronicity. <laughs> Myself. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Hit hit the outro. That's why it's fucking hefty after every day. Well, I had a good time with you today. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando, when he starts talking about licking ass with girls. All right. that, that, that's the sound girls make Listen, when, I'm, when I'm like, hey, was it good for you? Should we talk about like, it before we end it? No, we shouldn't. We should talk about it? Okay. Nah, right. walk we'll save Fernando's perverted. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got, like, my was like, I'm a lady. You guys Bye, guys. Remember. I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> Not at, <laughs> not at Disneyland. Not at Disneyland, you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Paragordo activity. Eric, Eric Gordo, Momo Rodriguez. Eric, Eric Gordo, Don FD in the house. Eric Gordo activity. Eric Gordo. We're going to come up with topics, have guests, and talk about the supernatural. Eric, 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 Eric